Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Everybody, happy Friday. Erica Lauren is back. Casually, happy Monday, everybody. Dueling days between the two of you. One of us is right, one of us is Bill. <laughs> Pound cake's back behind the glass. Happy Monday, white people. Erica was out on Friday. She was at a dry bachelorette party. Not quite dry. We did drink. Well, you drank. Uh, multiple girls drank. So I, I ended up ended up being okay. I envision a point in the evening or the weekend where the people who were drinking got rowdy and insubordinate, and the people who were teetotaling just sat there rolling their eyes. Did that happen? No. Was there no. anything like that? Uh uh. No. There were no fisticuffs. No judgments for the drinking. No judgments. No. Not in the beginning, but a lot of times the judgment comes at the end. But None nobody got hammered. So, I mean, there was that. Was that in deference to the people who weren't drinking? People who were thought, well, we'll take it easy. We'll drink, but we're not going to get crunk. I think that's what it was. I wasn't trying to, like, be a lunatic while other people were just chilling. Right. You know? So, I had a little buzz going. Yeah, I had a little buzz, a little champagne wine buzz, and that was all I needed. So, what was it? A bunch of people sitting around getting Brazilians, or what? What is it? Brazilians, yep. We just got waxed recreationally. It was really fun. <laughs> Great bachelorette well, party. That's what I envision happens at these bachelorette. You mean that's not what happens at bachelorette Definitely parties? Definitely not. Um, you said it was all spa stuff. Yeah, we did get spa services. As far well, as I know, no, Brazilian one was, no one was waxed. We wanted relaxing spa services, not painful ones. Um, Depends on where you find your relaxation. <laughs> 
I had a hot stone massage. That's painful. And a scalp massage. That's painful, too. No, it was excellent. Can be. Very relaxing. Mm-hmm. Some people did some salt scrubs. Did you get a Did you get a scalp massage with hot stones? No. Oh, nothing like that. No. Okay. But it was, it was lovely. The cabin was uh, beautiful and accommodating. We had a hot tub. Yeah. Which was really fun trying to fit seven girls into a two-person hot tub, but we did. Now, that sounds like a fun time. So it was a two-person hot tub. It it looks like a four-person hot tub, but they said maximum of two people. We didn't see that till after we got everybody in the hot tub, so we're like, whatever. Okay. But um, But y'all fit. Sort of. We spilled like half the water out of the hot tub. So we spent we spent all of yesterday morning like refilling the hot tub with buckets of water every so often. So it quickly became a dry tub. Yeah, it was yeah. more of a dry tub, yeah. but um, it's still hot though. Hot and dry tub. Yeah. It was an arid tub. Yeah. Oh, it's tepid, and then it was dry. We made a trip to the Grandpa's Cheese Barn on the way back. I saw that. It was excellent. One of the best places on planet Earth. Yeah, it was really crowded too. It's Sunday. I was slightly disappointed because I was hoping there'd be like more snacks for us. Is that their big day Sunday? Well, there's a lot it of people traveling like that day, so. You're going to get a lot of people stopping at the cheese barn. Yeah, okay. And we went right when it opened at 11 a.m., thinking, we'll have the place to ourselves. We can try all the snacks without it, because it's all sampling. You can sample everything. So you can eat, like, eat lunch there, basically. Yeah, I'll sample. If you're, like, if you're, like poor or um, you just like, don't care. <laughs> poor or don't care. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, there you go, Pound Cake. Now you know what you can do next time you've uh, got a bit of time. <laughs> and uh, your pockets have little uh, cartoon fleas flying out of them. Yeah, spend $40 on gas. Get down to no, but- cheese barn. <laughs> Erica's speaking like like she's not speaking a foreign language to me because I lived that life. Okay, I used to go to Sam's Club as a kid and used to run around the little area where they would hand out you know the little samples of little sandwiches that they would have or little samples of like their fish sticks. Or You're the their... only kid that ever ran around and got all the samples. But yeah, I, but exactly. I, I would repeat it like I I knew yeah, I was doing. That's what kids something. would do. Okay, well, well kids I who weren't being watched by their parents would do that, right? Yeah, my aunt, kids who were under kids. the watchful eye of their parents' parents would be like one, take one. Don't be greedy. Mm-hmm. It's a life lesson. I would eat Don't be there. greedy. Don't take more than you need. I would find ways to break away from my mom so that I'd be like, oh, I'll go get this for you. Act like I'm being helpful. Go back and you get You run more by snacks. and get, mm-hmm. a, get a sausage on a toothpick? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What would the ladies say? Now, young man, you've been by here three times already. Did they get mouthy with you? No, they didn't care. Uh, they didn't care? Not usually. Seems like the old ladies now at those sample stands, and they get lippy. They, Do want, they? they don't take Is any it? shrimp. They don't want, unless they're handing out <laughs> shrimp. Uh, they, <laughs> Don't want anybody taking more than they should, nor should you. The key was to make sure that they had enough out there so you didn't have to wait to grab one. So you could just do a walk by and grab one. Same like when you go to uh, the food court at the, the mall. mall. If you sit there and talk with the Charlie's person or the you know Asian walk place, then they're going to know who you are. But if you're just walking by and grabbing one... There's a lot of traffic yeah, in there. Yeah, it's always yeah. some poor Asian kid who's got the tiny paper ramekins of eel that he's trying to pass off on people. Eel. No, thank you. <laughs> it is. It's always got tentacles. It's never eel. Want some? I'm like, yeah, no, it's it is. always bourbon chicken. It's always bourbon well, chicken. Well, let's put chicken, chicken in air quotes. I mean, you know, right, whatever it is. It's chicken. Yeah, it's... They're yeah, always yeah. trying to get uh, whatever. At, at Charlie's, it's the Chicken California, I remember, because mm-hmm. I always used to go through there and... Do those oh, yeah. old ladies that uh, work in the sample stands? Do they work on commission? You think? No. Well, they always. I think so. Oh, they always seem like they wanted to make sure that you were getting some as you want. You sure? 
Uh, no, thank you. Maybe at Costco. Oh, it's really good. I just made a new batch. I go, oh, thanks, but no, there's. Pl- I'll leave that for someone else. I feel like they might work on commission at Costco because one time they had like a inferior blender that, to the Vitamix that they were trying to sell me on, and they were handing out smoothie samples, and this lady was giving me the hard sell. I'm like, I have a blender. I'm good. And she was like, but let me show you. She's like giving me a demo. I'm like, she's got to make commission for how hard she's trying to pitch this to me. If she's That's, selling hardware, she yeah. probably is. Yeah. That's different than someone being like, hey, take these sausages or hey, try this uh, granola. Yeah, like usually you get like a coupon with it or something. Right. Because you'd think that they would want to get rid of their samples because then they can pack up and split mm-hmm. rather than, I don't know. Maybe probably, that's it. I haven't been around a sample lady in a long time. I think the sample ladies are store employees that are just trying to move as much of that product as they can and sell, you know, but they're probably hourly. Yeah. Gotta be commission though, right? Like if you really move a lot of quote unquote chicken, uh, you're going to get, uh, I don't know. Moving this, some units. Well, yeah. I, I, you'd think those things would be incentivized to some degree. I don't know. Or they just pull uh, names out of a hat. All right, Maud, you're handing out the shrimp sticks. All right, Ethel, <laughs> get over. To, get, hey, Maud, the, you got any more of those shrimp and sticks? And then there's Maud, <laughs> handing out <laughs> shrimp sticks. Oh my God, we had all the snacks over the weekend. Like we brought, I don't know what it is. We planned out meals. Was this a pound cake free weekend? Yeah, I was. Okay. I actually tweeted out that it was about to be hype in the the pre show uh, side studio moment there because I hadn't talked to him or seen him in three days, which is the longest I think we've gone without in a while speaking to each other in quite some time. Did you wish that it was slow motion across a daisy covered field? He, he, running he, toward each other. He walked in. I instantly smiled. So, uh-huh. Yeah. Because he oh. farted and you couldn't believe that he welcomed you back. <laughs> no. With such a gross display of. Oh, okay. I don't fart in the studio. Of course I have you manners. Do. I don't have, I don't For all the gross studio. snacks you eat, of course you do. I don't. I've walked it. Well, then maybe you had your mouth open. Um, Either way, I've walked in there and it has smelled awful. So it's probably Bill. Somebody's doing probably something. Probably Erica's old food left it's, in here. Yeah, yeah that's what it is. Yeah, how's it it's me? not your new food or snack farts. It's the. I don't have any snacks in here. It's the years old. Fossils of Erica's food. That's what it is. Um, you right. it could be. Yeah, what do you mean? There's a lot of old food in there. I sit here all the time. You come in here every once in a while. Not anymore. There's no old food You in don't there. know how often I'm in there, Pound Cake. Could you have, have no idea how often I'm in there. Okay. And it stinks. What, Amy? Could have been in Erica. Well, maybe you want to do something about it. Could have been a panic part because I scare her there. <laughs> You, you oh, what? I, I did a scarica today. To so her today? Oh, okay. Let me, let me show you. Maybe everyone always wonders. Out. Everyone always wonders too. Like every time you scare me, I immediately close whatever I'm watching because it's loud, <laughs> and I want to be able to give some commentary to you. Mm-hmm. And everyone always thinks it's because I'm watching <laughs> porn. porn and someone accused me of diddling myself, to which I got all butthurt about for a second. Why? Because why does everything no I do one, have to be sexual? Can you, one thing not? You realize that they're doing that so you'll get upset. They don't really think but you're watching when porn I at work. do get upset, don't act surprised. Do, what? But I can't would believe you, you, would, you were up, upset by that. Why do you care? Because it's annoying. It's so annoying. So just block people. Yeah, I know. I said I need to just do. Start yeah, blocking. Block. But I like to give people a little bit of, you know, like a, a, little a retort. Maybe. Yeah. Um, but if they jump retort. right in with porn, block them. Yeah, that's true. They're not easing you in. No, that's they're true. Giving you the, they're going like, in hey, raw. Father of five. I'm like, perfect. Thanks, bro. <laughs> Your daughter must be right. so proud. As long as it's not Godfather of two. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> All right. Just want to make sure. Want to double check. He's been wrong at least 11 times in his life. 
to be fair, those were on purpose. The Alan Cox Show. On 100.7 WMMS. We just popped another bulb in here. I just got done replacing two of the spots in here last week. And then in the break, the one over you goes, pop. Like, I don't have another bulb. It's going to drive me crazy now. I like replacing those spotlights. I'm very sensitive to my environment, Eric. Very in tune with the lighting and everything in here. People think, oh, it's nothing. Oh, I'm very sensitive to my environment. I don't mind a ball being out near me because it's always too bright in here to me. But I get it. We need to be, like, alert, whatever. But, like... <laughs> I just, I, it's, super, it's always so bright in here. I don't do these lights very well. Alan, I get it. You want us to be alert. Like, whatever. Whatever. Yeah. You know, you're really, Wait, you want us to be awake for this broadcast? You're really, well, if the audience isn't, I'd like you guys to be. <laughs> you know, whatever. No. I do what I can. But these... I don't have any spots right now. That's going to drive me crazy. I always feel like I'm on stage, like in community theater or something, when I walk into this room. And it's much, I always keep it much dimmer in the side studio. So it's always like. A big, like, like change between that room and this room when I walk in. Well, I hate to break it to you, but we are on stage. I know. We're here to perform. No, I know. To the best of our it's abilities. Sensitive eyes. Theater of the mind. That's right. Not of the eyes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you can do this with your eyes shut. You can do so this. So why are you with... so worried about the light bulbs then? Because I am very sensitive to my environment. <laughs> I don't expect other people to be. Um, that's just me. Well, I'm sensitive to my environment, just the opposite way you are. You like it light and bright in here. If one bulb is out, it ruins your day. I love a bulb out. Well, I'm no, a big I, fan. My, day is ruined. My, <laughs> my side studio, I keep relatively dim like yours because in there, I'm doing other things. Yeah. When the show is on... It's a show! Lights! Hit the lights! <laughs> right. All of it. I want to do the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, we started giving away uh, trips to Vegas... Uh, for your iHeartRadio Music Festival, which is the 22nd, 23rd of September. So the bottom of every hour this afternoon, you'll have a shot to text and win one of those trips. You and a pal fly you out, put you up, get you tickets to uh, the main festival, the daytime village. Uh, Erica can tell you how exciting and fun it is. Oh, man. She's been. Best time of my life. There you go. Best time of her life. Worst time? When a bulb goes out during the show. <laughs> no, that's yours. Ru I love it. Ruins her day. I'm a big fan. All right. Gotcha. One last bulb works out for me. Yeah. So, um, next keyword I'll have for you in about seven minutes to get to Vegas. It could get down to there being one light in here, and then I'd be like, oh, I guess we need to change the light bulbs. <laughs> yeah. like, that would, that's how I would see it, because yeah. I'm just not... Sensitive to my surroundings at home. That's okay. <laughs> you don't have to be. I'll do that. All right. I'll you, take care you of that. You'll be extra sensitive. I will it. handle the bulbs. I'm the one in here when Maria's on or Corey's on. I'm up on a chair putting bulbs in. He likes big bulbs and he cannot lie. <laughs> I like fresh bulbs. Yeah, I like fresh bulbs. That's right. He likes them fresh and smooth. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, boy. Oh, what a weekend. Oh, my God. Did you guys see that Chris Pratt and Anna Ferris broke up on Game of Thrones last night? I'm heartbroken. There's, oh, my God. Love, they are right on the show. Love doesn't exist. I didn't even know they were on that show. Well, they're not. It wasn't on the show. Are you sure? It's right Every after the show. Every article I saw said that they broke up on Game of Thrones. <laughs> are you? Po I don't watch Game of Thrones. Are you positive that wasn't on that? Yeah, I watched Game of Thrones, and there was no she's mention of She's not the dragon lady? No, she's oh. not. <laughs> yeah. Well, what is that girl's name? I don't. I can never remember. Amelia Clark? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I like her. Uh, so, uh, well, listen, was this really a shock to anybody, though? 
It is to me because like they're like the golden couple. But they haven't been photographed together in a long time. Yeah, but he's been working a lot. He's been busy, and she's been raising their kid. That's the recipe yeah, for trouble. Yeah. Plus, right. you, trouble in paradise when one of you gets hot after not being hot for a long time. Like he was like dad bod to the max in uh, Parks and Rec, and then he got all hot for these superhero movies. I never trust that because once a guy, girls can get hot and still stay with their man. Once a guy gets hot. Trouble. Yeah, Trouble but, he, in paradise. but she she's got a hit show. She works. And she's you know, hot. Yeah. yeah, she does stuff. Yeah, but but she's not a house frau. She's she's cute, but now he's like hot, and he before he was just like cute ish. Well, she did say she liked him better, chubby, and yeah, that tells you a lot. Was, yeah, that tells exactly. you a lot. Yeah, that's right. She. W- I read something today that said that women love it when their man is less attracted. A, a less less attractive than they are. Of course, they're more secure in the relationship. They of love it. Yes. So now, for some of us, it's a given that we're going to be less attractive than our spouse. <laughs> Nevertheless, <laughs> that's why Gwen's like, "I love when your hair's gray." I go, well, "Of course you do." Yeah. Yes. You look like Santa. Right. People yeah. are leaving me, uh, you know, I post pictures of my kid and they're like, oh, your granddaughter is so cute. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Smart ass. People can't not stick it to mm-hmm. me. Boy, did you marry up. Yes, I know I did. Anytime I post a photo of Gwen and I, it's always, oh, how'd you get her? I go, I don't know either. But she's happy. Yes. Because she, she I likes am it that way. less attractive than she is. She likes it that way. And I can't blame her. Can't blame her. No wonder my girlfriend's so insecure because obviously Bill is I so much better looking than, than his girlfriend. Way hotter, right? Right. Uh-huh. Bill and I, yeah, we're both in situations where we're with someone who is light years more attractive than we are, and I don't know what to do about that. Well, you 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 know that. Just be happy about it. Really. Be happy because she is happy. She that's the way she wants it. Yeah, Subconsciously, probably. Well. I take her at her word. She's not. Uh, she she doesn't have a, an ounce of guile on her. So I, I take her at her word that she genuinely does like that. But I'm like, well, you really don't have any choice. But you can think something is like you can find your significant your significant other attractive, but just kind of know in the back of your mind like where you stand, like who is hotter between the two of you. Well, but everybody's you know? more comfortable subconsciously if they think they're better looking than the sure, other person. Yeah. Sure, but especially especially women. This guy who posted this Instagram thing over the weekend about how he loves his curvy wife. Oh boy! Now this guy, it was it, it really ran the gamut of internet love and then outrage. There's mm-hmm. the love, then there's the backlash, and this guy's on the beach with his wife, you know, and she. She's probably five feet, whatever, and she's a curvy gal, and you got some, you know, uh, pits in the ass or whatever. He's like, I, I grew up thinking there was a standard of beauty, and I had to learn, and blah blah. And of course, the initial uh, blush is that all these people swoon over this guy, and then the outrage machine kicks in, <laughs> and people get pissed at this guy. And I, and I don't understand. Oh, like we need you to tell us that we're beautiful. I don't understand either side of it. Not what he meant, ladies. That especially, like where he's just posting something that's about his situation, where he is happy with the woman that he's with, loves her for who she is, and then everyone's like, oh, why are you going to do this? I I don't even understand what what they were mad about. They were mad that he was somehow, that he was somehow patting himself on the back for saying that this curvy woman is beautiful. She doesn't need to be told that. She knows. I'm like, 
I think a lot of curvy girls need to be reminded that they're good looking. Yeah. Because I know there's this whole body positivity thing, but that grows organically out of people feeling less than. So if this guy's like, hey, my wife's curvy, she's hot. And that's great. Yeah. What do you care? I think it was, I think people are mostly pissed because of the precursor to just praising his wife for being cute and loving her body. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. It's the whole, like, society tells us that we should appreciate thinness. And I, you know, uh, I was chastised for for being attracted to that type of woman and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, calm down. Like, and also, she's she's slightly curvy. I would put her on the low spectrum. If that girl's considered curvy, then other women are considered Fat. ridiculous. No, she's on the high curvy spectrum. No, there's no, a lot, no, there's no, a lot no, of no. girls that are on the cover. And of as these far as like cellulite goes, like the chick had like two dimples in her ass. Like that's, that ain't nothing. That's fine. But did we see the but, same girl? But yeah, this yes, girl was. Did. This is a curvy. This girl. is not a. Yes, this is she a was. Girl. Yes, she was, no. and that's fine. But, no. but, but and it's different than the cover of these cosmopolitan. They're like, love your curves, and it's a girl that's like a hundred and fifteen pounds instead of a hundred and five. You know, that's not curvy. This girl is a curvy gal. God. She is because she's not tall. A lot of those plus size models are real tall, and that makes it, they're like you know I'm six one and I you know. That's a whole different thing. I guess it's just like, it's very, it comes off to me as very like, everyone look at me, I'm loving a chick that has a less than perfect body. When all I could have just said is like, I love this woman and I love the way she looks in a swimsuit. And everyone would have been like, oh, that's adorable. But he had to talk about like, uh, I was teased by my friends for being attracted to girls on the thicker side. Well, yeah, he's talked. Any but guy, you're not a hero, bro. No, but he's not saying. That. Listen, any guy who likes curvy girls at some point was teased for liking curvy but girls. You don't need to say that in the post. Why? To me, Why it, not? It's. It's like putting stank on like a nice but if, on a nice gesture. Stank. If this was a There's lesbian no way to couple, it. if this was a lesbian couple, and that was a woman describing her woman being like, "I was teased for liking this or that," then everybody like, "Oh, hooray, hooray, hooray!" Right? Because traditionally, men expect women to be in a certain type of shape. Right. Lesbian and women don't give a crap. And he's going against that because. 
That's who he likes. He's naturally attracted to women that look like his woman, and he's being honest and open about it. And then all of a sudden, everybody's like, "Oh, you do? We we don't have to give you a medal for like that way to make it about yourself." And it's like, no, he's just trying to say, if there's another dude out there that likes women the way he does, it's okay. That's not what he said. Nobody, nobody uh, gave Sir Mix a lot of hard time. Everybody loves Sir Mix a lot. He came right out and said, I will not lie to you. Uh I like big butts. Uh I will never tell you a lie. By the way, I don't know who told you lesbians don't care about the body type of their partner. You are way off with that. They're very specific about one part there. Um, (laughs) They really are. uh, I'm not off about it as far as all the lesbian friends that I have. They they don't care if their significant other is in shape or not. That's not a thing they care about. But which plenty is why of them see a do lot of, because they're still human beings that have likes and dislikes. I mean, well, there are plenty yeah, of lesbians who care what their partner looks okay, like. Okay, well, in my experience, my personal experience, the lesbian friends I have tell me that in the lesbian community, they do not care the the shape and size of their significant other. They don't care. But do you? But that that would not be true about any group of people. Everybody has things they like and don't like. Of yeah. course. What I'm saying is, is that, and you see this a, a lot in lesbian women. They get like more like they dress more tomboy. They're going against what society Some tells them they do. should look like. But then they start dating hot chicks. Some do. See, if you like lipstick lesbians, that's that. You're describing a lipstick lesbian. Oh, well, I'm describing. Let's not label them now. <laughs> yeah, Erica, come on. It's what they label themselves. I'm not creating the label. Um, but like I said, my friends, she's in uh, the one friend I can think of specifically. She's in a relationship, and the two of them don't care. They don't care what their each other's body looks like, and they say their friends don't either. So I'm just saying that's my experience, or that's what my friend's experience is. What about a chapstick lesbian? Guys. That <laughs> That's, you never want to have it. It's your, more like t-shirt and yeah. jeans kind of girl. You, you never know? want chapped lips, Bill. You right. don't ever want that. Guys, on the other hand, are very critical about what women look like. Well, we're more visually based. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, guys are critical about what other guys look like. Hey, so, how would you like to be a gay man? Oh, my God. Constant struggle. judgment. Constant judgment. I always thought I don't envy pound cake at all. When I, was, I want pound cake to do a post with a, a fat dude and just be like, I don't, "We should do that. <laughs> we should, re, we should hold recreate like, it. Put on that same swimsuit." <laughs> yeah, I mean, society told me that I had to love fit men, but I'll, I love this man. The only problem with that is there's going to be like a jump off that comes out of the woodwork. Like, yes, you do. I remember you wouldn't sleep with me because I was fat, and the guy better hope that he, that doesn't happen to him. He better be, you know, have a great track record with all his exes because... Well, just say, yeah, you were a fab, but you also had an awful personality, so that's why but, I didn't do it. But I'm saying he better be making sure that he is faithful because if he cheated on her with a skinny girl, then it's going to be like... Are you talking about this guy? Mm-hmm. It's going to be well, like... You're really placing a lot of extraneous information into this But that's here, what that's, happens, though. They You make a simple post like that, and then people start digging into your past, and then... I don't think people care that much. <laughs> I think they just wanted to get so their think, opinion off. And, yeah. People like to be outraged. It's, it, we live they in the like outrage culture. Love now, if he were to cheat on someone uh, and, and his girl with someone that's even fatter, does he get even more props? <laughs> Maybe. He said, Perhaps. see, I told you. I just I wasn't lying. That's one thing that makes me crazy about America is... The sensitivity of being called fat, where in the Philippines, I love that they're just like, oh, if you're fat, you're fat. It's like describing your hair color. Yeah. If you're fat or chubby, whatever it is, it's it's not an insult in any way. It's just describing what you look like. Well, you know, back in the day, throughout history, it was a compliment because it meant you were either rich. rich. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're like, ooh, look how fat you are. You're eating well. That's probably how it is in the Philippines since, like, food is relatively <laughs> scarce. They're like, oh, someone that's not skinny. Look at you. Well, I think they have food in the Philippines. They do have food, but there's there plenty of people of that are. There's a lot of yeah. poor people. But there, it's also just a very different culture where 
they're just not nearly as sensitive. They're more like, oh, you're fat, good for you. Right. Uh, Those boy, bananas are treating this, you well. I wish we could. I wish we could drink this water. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that'd be great. Yeah. Wouldn't that be awesome, guys? By the way, really quickly, one more issue I had with that post is that he's like, you won't see her curvy body on the cover of Cosmopolitan, except. Have you heard of, like, the curvy girl takeover? Like, what's her name? Um, Ashley Graham. Ashley Graham has been on that cover a million but times. But these girls, like I just said, they're like six feet tall or they're five but ten. Ashley or Graham, but Ashley Graham, even if she's six feet tall, she is, she is significantly larger than other, like, quote, plus size models. Like, she's mm. not just like a size six or a size eight. She's probably like a ten or a twelve. Or even larger, I don't know. But um, yeah, I don't know. she's been on Cosmo, so he's like, "You won't see her. You won't see my uh, fiance's body." And yeah, you will, because like even fashion designers are now yeah, but they still, creating curvy lines. But she was still complaining that when she would be on a cover, they'd slim her down a little bit. Well, maybe, but her, she's still on it. Is so my everybody, point. everybody wants to get credit for putting chubby girls on the cover, but then they slim them down. Yeah, I, I mean, I yeah. don't know. When I was in therapy, when I was younger, I used to think that How old are you? Uh, I was probably... 24. No, I was probably like 11. Okay. I, I fill out this like little questionnaire thing that the um, my therapist gave me, and one of the questions was, "Would you, do you think your life would be easier if you were the opposite sex? And I checked yes, because I totally thought if I was a girl, you know, I wouldn't have to worry about the gay thing. I, I, like Men would like fall to my every need. It wouldn't be no pressure on me to... Like, I will just marry wealthy, and my life would be great. Now I think about it, I'm like... God, thank God I wasn't I wasn't born a woman because the pressure that you guys go through is ten times harder than men. And again, my thought is, listen, you gotta go to intent with people. If you intended this to be a compliment and nothing else of your wife, just just take it. Like if you're if you're following this, the men it as a compliment. Everybody wants to read into something. Well the kill down with the patriarchy. That's not what he meant. It's one Jag of those offs. Things- this is kind of the stuff that created the alt-right movement because as a white guy, you can't win. No. You're just trying to do something nice, take care, uh, show some love to your girl, and then a bunch of feminists are like, oh, you're doing everything wrong. We hate you. You're making it all about you. And it's just like, let, let people give compliments. And by okay. the way, if you have to go in the Wayback Machine to get pissed off about something, that's another thing, too. That show Transparent on Amazon. You watch Transparent? Great I've show. seen it, yeah. Okay? Great show. Jill Soloway is the woman who developed it. Her big thing today is uh, the Pat sketch from Saturday Night Live is anti-trans propaganda. Oh, you mean that thing from 25 years ago? Yeah, I remember that. How that? Are you, have you run out of current things to get upset yeah, about? Yeah, I wouldn't get upset about something Pat. that happened years ago because half the shows that used to be on TV could never air in today's age. I, that was so weird. I'm like, how the hell did that come up in conversation? Yeah. Hey, uh, Transparent's a great show. Really like what you're doing. Thanks. Boy, do you remember Saturday Night Live 25 years ago? Woo! Remember that Julia Sweeney bit? Woo! Was, yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> what? I was watching uh, my new favorite channel because I got an antenna, so I can just watch like the live TV that comes in through uh, yeah. digital whatever. You like uh, Channel 6.8? Uh, I like 41.2. Okay. Buzzer. It's the Game Show Network, and it's like the old Game Show Network where they're playing all these old family feuds and just match game and all these, like, password, and it's great because it's so different. Like, there was a a category on Family Feud, and they're like, mental health, like, that's what, it was all about that. Yeah. And uh, he just kept Rick Holmes, who 
you know, knowing what we knew, yeah, yeah, knowing what we know about him now, yep. just kept reiterating. No one here is crazy. No one here is crazy. No one here has ever had to go see a psychiatrist, right? That'd be a real bad thing. And he kept saying that, and that would be so inflammatory in this day and age. And then you know that this guy killed himself. It's like, oh, maybe you shouldn't have been so down on uh, going to see a psychiatrist, right? Yeah. A guy wrote a thing. Maybe that, that was a cry for help. There was a guy, speaking of Family Feud, a guy wrote a thing. He's like, hey, is it just me or is Family Feud basically just all like innuendo and dirty answers now? It is. Yeah. That's all it is. It is. That's it's like, Steve Harvey going, oh, what? Did yeah. she say that? <laughs> People paying attention to Family Feud. That's basically what it is. It's on the board. If you were squeezed really hard, name something that might come shooting out of you. A fart. A fart. A fart. <laughs> Kind of leading the witness with that question, right. by the way. Yeah, yeah, what kind of question is yeah. that? And then he does like the 360, just the little walk around. And... Mm-hmm. By the way, the board said juicy fart. <laughs> so yeah. they got outdone by the board. How many people said juicy fart? Yeah, 16 out of oh, 100. P, she said. answer, by the way, was P slash flying turd. Mm. P slash flying, flying turd. turd. That's right. Yep, up on the thing. I so. can't watch the Steve Harvey version of that show. I don't even know when it's on. I only so, see these clips. He's so, like, fake. Like, just He had his moment a few years ago when it was not quite as staged as it is now, but yeah. it's, now it's like they found success with viral videos, and now it's just like they got their him formula. rolling his eyes and just like, I can't believe you said... What, what else are people going to say in the, to this question. Right, exactly. if you squeeze me, what's going to come out? And he knows the answers. Yeah. So if someone says pee, and he goes, pee, I can't believe someone said pee. Maybe he doesn't know the answers. What do you, how is he not? I don't think he does. I would want to be kept in the dark as to the answers. Okay. I would want to, what? But Juicy based turd. on the question, what? what else could come out of you if someone squeezed you really hard? Gratitude. <laughs> uh, thanks for that hug. I really needed that. Uh, well, if you ever met my wife, Steve, I'm going to say Thieman. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I would like to think that he is uh, ignorant of the answers. No, but it's so, so he can be surprised fake. and enjoy it. No. No? Oh. I don't like it. All right. I like the... I like, um, um, Richard Dawson. Dawson. Yeah, those are good ones. Those are good. Family They're good, Feud except episodes. he made that show about him. I don't care. Who I cares? loved that's him. Funny. Yeah. Al Borland hosting a game show was that's, awesome. That's not no, that's Richard, Richard Dawson. Dawson. That was Richard Karn. Karn. That's oh. who I like. Richard oh, Karn. Yeah, very young. Very young. That's very different. And yet almost very thirty. Different. Very different. Richard Karn. But he still hosted Family Feud. Yes, he did. He but did. nobody watched it then. Right. I Nobody, did? Nobody's no. good. You're the only no. person to ever say Richard Carr Richard was, was my best. favorite host of Family Feud. He is my favorite oh, host. He was boy. by far, yep. he's got to be dead last I don't in know rankings. who Richard Dawson is, but a Richard Karn. Richard Dawson was the guy that put Family Feud on the map. Then yeah. there was Ray Combs, who killed himself. Then uh, Louis Anderson after that, I believe. John O'Hurley hosted for okay. a little while. Jay Peterman from Seinfeld. That's right. Louis Anderson. Not a lot of people watch that either. Richard Karn. My favorite. Love it. I would love to be a game show host. Because I love Home Improvement. I understand. Yeah. I just, I've never heard anyone. Oh! Richard Karn. <laughs> he was the Usain Bolt of, uh, you know, whatchamacallit, Family Feud. From the Final Touch Construction Studios, it's the Alan Cox Show on 100.7 WMMS. An iHeartRadio station. Six five seven eight one double zero seven. Want to join us or eight hundred three four eight one double zero seven? Listen live the iHeartRadio at AllenCoxShow dot com. 
I want to give me a text, 35192. Indians are off tonight. They split that weekend series with the Yankees at two games apiece. They lost last night 8-1 to one was the final there. So off tonight, and then tomorrow they'll start up here at home against the Colorado Rockies. That will be a 7-10 first pitch. So your pregame here in MMS will get going around um, 30 minutes prior. Hey, Dick. Hey, how you doing? What's going on, Dick? Oh, not too much, not too much. I was telling Pound Cake I'm going to, like I told you, you know, I told you this before, but I predict the Browns are going to win six games this year. Yeah, you've said that before. Yeah, yeah, but I'm ready for the exhibition to listen to Doug and uh, Jimmy and... uh, and, uh, when does that happen? When's that first uh, preseason uh, Thursday? It's oh, it's this Thursday. Week, I think about a week. No, I think it's this Thursday. Who do they play, Dick? Uh, I don't know. I haven't. Saints. I got to get their schedule. I got to get their schedule. You know. Okay. But uh, I'm, I'm hoping the Indians. Uh, I think they're in a little slide, but they're still going to make. Well, it. I heard that before we move on to the Browns. I heard that mighty Brock Osweiler is going to be uh, uh, taking the snaps there, uh, Dick. How you feel about that? I think it's good. Just still, what's his name for New Orleans, Bill? Drew Brees. Drew Brees. Yes. Okay. There you go. Drew Brees. Yeah. yeah. How about that Brock Osweiler, huh? Yeah, I think uh, it'll be a be a big hit. <laughs> right. If he doesn't take too many yeah. of them, he could be. Yeah. Well, I'll play a song for you guys. Uh, one of my friends is picking me up tonight, the mandolin player Vinny. So we we're going to take the spotlight tonight. I'll play a song for you guys. Have a good day. Everybody have dick tonight. All my friends were L-O-L-O-L-O-L-ing all morning because the Dolphins grabbed Jay Cutler. So, (laughs) what a... What a seismic shift that is for the... His broadcast career ended before it even began. He was like, nobody's going to want me. I'm going to get behind the desk and strap on a headphone mic. And then the Dolphins came a-calling... They were in need. He was, <laughs> he was like, yeah. Oh, boy. Standing there, getting announced at the press conference, just got that stupid hangdog look on his face. Jay Cutler. So funny. You son of a bitch. Is that the guy that's married to... Uh, Kristen Cavallari. Yeah, that chick. Yeah. She's hot. Is she's she? Hot. She is hot. You don't think so? Ah, uh, she's not unattractive. I did say had a couple of kids. I, I don't know that I've no. seen her recently. I think she's still keeping she? it pretty tight. Yeah. Okay. It's kind of her business, isn't it? Like she's. I don't know what your business is if you were a present company uh, uh, excluded, of course. I don't know what your business is if you're a former reality TV star. She has a clothing uh, line or something. Well, everybody has a clothing line. I don't know how well that's doing for her. Or, you know, Mike Bogg has a clothing line. My understanding is that she's very successful. Okay, Extremely good. successful. So she doesn't need to rely on Jay Cutler's income. Are they that successful? Yeah, I don't think so, no. Uh-uh. All right. You know, usually if you're playing uh, pro sports, you're making the bread, man. You know? You're bringing home the bacon. Imagine if your wife's doing better with her clothing line because you're Jake Cutler. Well, that's probably a good thing because then you know that she's with you for the right reasons. She's not just uh, after the money. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Uh, hey, uh, Pilot Ryan. Hello. Hey, how's it going? Hate the show as always. Oh, thank you, Ryan. Hey, I just wanted to share back on Thursday, the first part of that harassment bit. Um, I was actually 
overnighting at the hotel in Houston, and I was so tired I was dozing off, but I was half asleep, half awake listening to it. It was the weirdest thing. I was laughing in my sleep. Uh-huh. And so I just thought that was kind of funny. Well, I imagine that's what a lot of people who listen to this show have to do while the show's live, unfortunately, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Well, maybe so, but... Uh, well, better than if you were behind the stick, right? Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah, I don't do that. Well, that's good. I, I don't know. I, all I hear is that they have you guys on, like, these 36-hour shifts, that pilots showing up drunk, tired. I don't know. Oh, no, yeah, they really started to tamper down on that. That's very, 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 very rare, but every once in a while you see a news story about <laughs> it. But Sure. Um, seeing as how I'm flying around all the time, I was wondering... I don't know if you've ever done it before. I was wondering if uh, I could be a roaming bureau chief. Yeah, I've had a handful of people ask me if they can do that or if they're a, a, a guy who is our bureau chief. Can uh, you be the bureau chief of the sky? <laughs> sky chief? Yeah, well, I've had a couple of people ask. I mean, uh, guys that will go off to, you know, uh, basic training in Germany or something. And, uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, do whatever you want, Ryan. That's... Uh, it's uh, of course you'll you'll understand if I don't uh, move the thumbtacks around on the uh, map. But uh, what if you're this? What if you're a bureau chief? Uh... With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Bureau chief. A bureau <laughs> chief recruiter in whatever city you end up in, you have to try and establish a new bureau chief there. Almost certainly. Wow. Uh, the I don't want to give people work. No, I'm, I'm, I'm fine as I'm traveling through the airport, they see the sticker on my luggage, and I, uh, they catch some recognition. I'll be sure to <laughs> yeah. send them your way. Hey, I got a bureau chief for you. He works at the Chick-fil-A at Terminal D at Atlanta <laughs> Jackson Airport. He's going to be checking in with you every so often. And, uh, yeah, all right. Love Chick-fil-A. Where are you off to next, Ryan? Uh, Minneapolis. Yeah, all right. Oh, keep your head down. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Keep a low profile. That is right. Minneapolis is having some hard times these days. Uh, okay, thank you, Ryan. For black people, thank right? You. All right. Yes, for black people. Isn't You're Ryan right black? Australian women. Isn't pilot Ryan black? I don't know. I didn't ask his race. I think he's. I think he's black. I think he's on the black list. That's why I told him to keep his head down. Oh, okay. I was gonna say. I was like, if he's a white man, he's fine. St. Louis, uh, Minneapolis, Baltimore. I'm having a hard time these days. Baltimore uh, had a, hey, don't shoot anybody weekend. <laughs> Fun. And uh, two people got shot. Ah, so. so close. That's pretty good. So, so close. close. Well, a 72-hour ceasefire, you know, I think people, they get so itchy towards the end, trigger fingers and all, uh, that they're just kind of watching that clock tick down. They're like, I got to shoot somebody. And uh, tried that there. Minneapolis, of course, they've got Baltimore. They just... Uh, uh, new body cam footage of cops planting drugs in people's car. And uh, Minneapolis, of course, they got their problems. NAACP just issued a travel alert for black people going to the state of Missouri. Because between Ferguson and Duluth and, uh, you know, Kansas City, uh, they've got some issues. So, you know, and I'm pretty sure that uh, Ryan is black. Okay, I didn't know. I think that he is.
That's cool. He's a black pilot. You don't hear too many of those. You don't hear about too many of those. Well, if more of them called us, we could let people know. Hey, black guy's up there. Physically, I just haven't seen any black pilots before. I've never seen a black pilot. You've never seen a black pilot? I've never seen a black pilot. Well, that might have more to do with the uh, dearth of your flying experience than anything else, right? But I'm just saying, I've seen people... How many planes have you been on? I've been probably on a total of eight in my lifetime. Okay, so... But in those eight, I haven't seen any, and then there's time... Like, in movies, you don't really see black pilots and stuff like that. Denzel Washington flew a plane upside down... Yeah. What was that movie called again? Flight. Flight. Yeah, good yeah. movie. They really thought long and hard on that title. They yeah. were going to call it Black Pilot. <laughs> and they thought, mm. we'll call it Flight. Yeah. Upside Down. That was well, a good movie. Mm-hmm. And they were also going to call it Upside Down. Black <laughs> Pilot, Upside <laughs> Down. They were like, hmm, that might not fit on the poster. Completely unbelievable. The whole flying the plane upside down, but... Well, I'm awful with physics, so I don't know if that uh, is even possible. I don't know. Yeah, if, I don't uh, know if that's a likely scenario. At if all. it was any other pilot, then yes, it seems very unlikely. But because it was Denzel Washington, very likely. I liked Flight. I did watch Sully. Um, didn't plan to, but I caught it at the very beginning. I can't count how many movies I get sucked into because I happen to catch it at the beginning. <laughs> you know, I give myself the 15 minute rule. I'm like, ah, I'm five minutes into Sully. And with that movie, you know exactly what it's all about. You just don't know where they're going to take it, mm-hmm. what they're going to dramatize. The East River, right? Hudson. Hudson. But those movies, you know, they'll always, they'll add a couple characters that didn't actually exist. What'd you think? It's only a bad guy. Listen, I love Tom Hanks. Yeah. So the guy can do no wrong if you don't count Joe versus the volcano or you've got mail. Um, you've got mail? Great movie. So is Joe Bo- Again, no, both awful movies. Well, Joe it's, um, it's not your type of movie. movie. It's a rom-com. How do you know what my type of movie is? I don't know. If, I don't know. I can't imagine you like rom-coms. Love Sleepless in Seattle. Uh-huh. Great film. I would put You've Got Mail above Sleepless in so Seattle. So would I. That's because you are ridiculous. Sleepless in Seattle don't... is such a bummer of a movie. Yeah. That Why? is such a mopey movie. It Why? is very mopey. Well, it was early 90s. That was your grunge era. Yeah, and it was mm. just like... He wasn't even but they likeable. get together. They get together. They get together and you got mail. Yeah, but they tried to recapture the sleepless in Seattle mojo. They but, go, let's put post Operation Meg Ryan in a movie, I think. No, no, she was still pre-op. Cute. Okay. Yeah. pre-op. Let's put Tom Hanks. <laughs> still had her penis. <laughs> <laughs> no. She still had her old nose or yeah. lips or whatever. She looked great in that movie and she was like the little like mousy. Do it yourself. I have my own bookstore, and he was the big bad corporate guy, and he was kind of a dick. And I like that movie because of that. See, people don't like Tom Hanks playing against type. I think he's learned that. That he was in the movie called The Circle, which was it was taken from a book, but it was kind of a dramatized version of kind of a Facebook thing. And he was like the Zuckerberg figure, but he's kind of a bad guy. And nobody went to see that movie because they're like, meh. They like Tom Hanks to be being Tom Hanks. Hanks. Yeah. yeah. See, he was still charming. But he was still corporate first. He was, you know, he owned the bookstore and he... He, he was, was the Barnes and Noble. Yeah. She was the indie lady. And, and he's yeah. Like, he, he liked his store and he was very proud of it. And he didn't mind putting other people out of business because that was his job. Yeah. It was a metaphor for society. <laughs> and, you know, I really, I really bought into it. I loved it. And he was still, he still had a heart. And he was still uh, funny. Okay. And, and charming. Okay. Just, they saw... Things different when it came to the to business world. Okay, I, but I think that to be fair, 
I think that might be your Sleepless in Seattle. You were like in kindergarten with Sleepless in Seattle. But I like Sleepless in Seattle also. You do? But I would still rank You've Got Mail above it. And his best friend in that movie is Dave Chappelle. I've never met anybody who even liked You've Got Mail. Now I've got two people in the same room with me who put it above Sleepless in Seattle. Yes. Are we blowing your mind? Blown. Amazing. Yes. (laughs) I don't even remember Dave Chappelle in that movie. He was in it. Yeah, he's in it. I believe you. Don't remember. Someone was Tom Hanks in Half-Baked? Am I? No, no. <laughs> Steve sure? Zahn was also in uh, You've Got Mail. Yes, I remember there's, Steve Zahn. Yes. Because there's Steve there's Zahn, of course, cast. by definition, unforgettable. Yeah. Good cast. Um, uh, What's-Her-Face is very likable. Meg um, Ryan. Meg Ryan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were a cute couple. Somewhat believable. I remember the scene where they were having, like, the protest and, like, all the people are coming into the store and she's, like, bouncing around, like, doing, like, shadow boxing, like, yeah, we're going to show these big corporate people. And, uh-huh. and then they, like, had, like, a extra $100 that they made that day. <laughs> yeah. Still had the clothes. Yeah, I mean, again, I, they tried that a handful of times. They tried Tom Hanks, Meg Ryan with mixed results, you know, Sleepless in Seattle, because it was technically kind of a remake. Um, but they did Joe vs. the Volcano. Awful. I never saw it. They tried uh, You've Got Mail. Present company aside, awful movie. Um, but they kept trying. I wonder if they're going to try to do that again. They're going to go, hey, Meg Ryan looks like a completely different person. I think You've Got Mail, though, aside from you, I think it's widely accepted. I think most people like that movie. Do they? Yeah. I think so, too. It's like a classic. Okay. Well, like, when if you Google, like, best rom-coms, I guarantee that one pops up. Okay. And it might be a generation thing. And I think probably the consensus is that people like Sleepless in Seattle more but for me, I prefer You've Got Mail. Just okay. because Sleepless in Seattle just, it was a bummer. Greg Kinnear was in that movie, too. Mm-hmm. Okay. I also love that they had dial-up internet, you know, and they were talking on the AOL, or it said You've Got Mail, and oh, they were yeah, talking on AOL like chat. A, a slice at a time. It like, is, yeah. Well, the movie made $250 million worldwide. That's pretty, pretty good. So it was a successful yeah. film. Yeah. That's real good. Well, there you go. All right. Just to clarify for Pound Cake, this is not the one where it's spelled M-A-L-E. So. Have you ever seen You've Got Mail? Which strangely also starred Meg Ryan. I have not seen the movie. Oh, okay. Either uh, Sleepless in Seattle or oh, You've Got Mail. Oh, you like both of them. Would I? Well, we'll have a weekend. We'll watch them. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Netflix, yeah. There you go. Have a weekend. Mm-hmm. I watched the new King Arthur yesterday. With Charlie well, Hunan. Charlie Hummus? Yeah, the one I bought, and then it like I couldn't get into it for like 10 minutes. The whole beginning sequence is kind of weird, but then it gets really good. It's pretty good. Yeah. As far as like action goes and special effects, I enjoyed it, plus Charlie Hunnam. Not bad to look at, the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I was not mad at it. Well, they consider him easy on the eyes. Yeah. That's Guy Ritchie did that? Yeah. I believe he did. Guy Ritchie. Yeah. Um, some of the scenes, like some of the... like. Uh, He's big, I guess, I guess Guy Ritchie's big on, like, scenes where there's no dialogue, and it's just, like, music and action, and that's why I was kind of weirded out when I first started watching him. Like, well, no one's explaining what's happening right now. There's all these things flying across the screen with no explanation, but then they do go to explain it later. This was King Arthur, Legend of the Sword. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty good. Okay. Was Merlin, like, a different kind of Merlin? Merlin's there, not in it. Merlin's not in it? No, I'm not going to have Merlin in it. Well, the movie lost $150 million. Perfect. So you have at least cut into that debt for them. Yeah. You paid I spent $14. $14.99. There you go. Yep. 
So you're helping them out. It's not terrible. Like, it's totally like a nice, watchable, like, renter. I just can't believe they keep making those kinds of movies. Because they're super expensive. They never make back, you know. Yeah, that's one that, like, from the moment I saw the trailer, I'm like, I'll watch that when it's on HBO or Netflix. Right. Like, I'm never going to go see it in theaters. I'm never going to rent it. I will just wait. It's same like Gods of War or... Was that is that what it was? Gods of Egypt. Gods of Egypt. Yeah, I just love like, no no desire to see that in no. theaters whatsoever. I just love that point in time, like movies like Three Hundred and um, A- Alexander the Great and different points in time. No, but I I love like that type. Like he likes historical pieces. You like so you like shirtless guys with swords and shields. But I also like the <laughs> the Tudors too. I used to watch that series. I just love the costumes and the castles. The people like, who farted all the time. No, the Tudors, not oh. tutors. Tutors, the tutors, tutors. <laughs> oh man, you should really something important to yeah. tell you. You should yeah. really watch the tutors because that's a great one. Troy was great as well. Brad Pitt and Orlando Bloom, classic. I want to say it's a classic. I'm just saying that's one of what the, one's a classic. Troy. Troy. Says who? Well, I says Pancake pa- likes that movie. He's the one who liked that favorite. movie. I'm surprised you don't watch Game of Thrones then. I think that was the last one I saw in theaters that I'm like, all right, I'm done with these kinds of movies. Troy. I feel I, like... I mean, I saw 300, but that was so stylized and different, and I, I like the comic, but even that... Was, I'll take Monty uh, Python like, and the good, Holy Grail and I'll be watch happy it again. again. There you go. Yeah. Excalibur, 1981, first movie I ever saw a movie in. So that's yeah. etched on my brain. I like sword movies, and I think the reason why they try to remake the King Arthur one is because all the success of Game of Thrones. Because they're like, ah, people like swords and like fighting. We'll make another one like that. But Game of Thrones is like almost too much for me. I thought I would like it too. So but, I. but it's almost... Like, just with all the mythical, like, the dragons and stuff like that, that goes too far. Like, Troy is, like, believable because it's it's said it really happened. And then Tudors and stuff like that. And then you go to... I I can't hear Tudors without thinking Tudors. Because you say it like Tudors, not Tudors. Okay, well, then you you got 300, and then they still had, like, mythical stuff. But it was almost, it was still kind of believable. The Washington Post, somebody wrote a great article and said, Mondays are really annoying for people who don't watch Game of Thrones. Truth. Right. Yep. Because every friggin' article is about Game of Thrones. They're like, oh my God, did you see it? Like, I don't know. I don't care. I, I don't watch. It. I can't. I can't believe I'm the only one on this show that watches it. I, 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 try. I mean, I can believe that I watch it, but I can't believe that there's not another person that got into it. I just go to the sex scenes on Pornhub. That's all I I'm porn, huh? porn Just go to real sex scenes. No, I like to watch the movie ones because it's like a high production value. I don't know. It has the... I don't know. Hey, did Woody call? He did earlier, but yeah. he said he was in the shower and he would call back. Oh, okay. He I, said you were snotty to him. Wasn't snotty to him. Why was he in the shower calling? No, he said he was going to shower and then call oh, back. Okay. I'm like, do you, bro? I didn't, <laughs> I'm snotty to him. I answered the phone like... He's any other person. Hey, I'm in the shower, but I'm going to call you back, okay? <laughs> I'm having a beer. Uh, thank you. Uh, a little bit hotter, please. Thank you. Oh, boy. It feels good. A little bit lower. Yep. All right. Get my nubbins. All right, I'll call you back, okay? People are too in the in the shower. What did you say to him? Why would he think that you were snotty to him? I didn't say anything to him. Any, anything out of the ordinary. I said, Alan Cox show. He's like, hey, uh, so he wanted to comment on something. I, I forget what it was because I was answering other calls. And then he's like, hey, when I'm out of the shower, I'll give you a call back. I said, okay, great. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I went to the next call. It's okay. 
I'm not putting it on you. Work on that tood, man. I just like Apparently. to. I just like to. I just like to hear what Pancake's reaction is, and it's always the same. <laughs> I did not. Uh, no. That was not what. No, I'm I'm totally like in the clear. So I don't. If he feels like I was snotty to him, then he probably is just feeling some type of. It's way. okay. It's not the end of the world. He calls all the time. I started watching Ozark over the weekend too. What's that? Jason Bateman uh, and Laura Linney on Netflix. His attempt, I think, a kind of Breaking Bad type thing. And, yeah, I'm, you know, I, I'm like oh. episode seven. I got to finish. I'm it's, only a couple in. It's okay. It's, it's okay. Enough yeah, it's to good. keep me it's watching. Good. It's keeping me watching, and yeah. I, I got to finish it up in the next couple of days. But I like it. He's a financial advisor who secretly launders money for a drug cartel. Oh. And he's got to get his family out of town, and then things go from there. And you know what I do like about it is. He, like, Breaking Bad, Walt always had an answer or some great way of doing it, and he was so successful. This is not that. This is a guy that is trying to figure out this world and... Keep his head above water. And just try and keep it, yeah, just try yeah. to stay alive, and he's doing his best, but it's not... He doesn't, they don't make it look as easy as it did on Breaking Bad. Where you're like, not oh, easy laundering money. Nope. All right. <laughs> the, the Tudors. Hey, there's a, did you see the preview for the new season of The Tudors? <laughs> it's really good. The Alan Cox Show. It's really just for people who are into that sort of thing. A totally different thing. And frankly, it's barely for them. 100.7 WMMS. that weekend series against the Yankees, two games apiece. Last night was a loss. 8-1 to one was the final. So they'll rest up tonight and then tomorrow back downtown. They'll start up against the Rockies of Colorado. 7-10 will be the first pitch there. Uh, so we'll get out of here on 6.30. Make room for Rosie and your Indians warm-up pregame. If you're listening to the show on iHeartRadio from out of state, let me know where you are. Add you to the list of uh, people represented as Bureau Chiefs, wherever they are. Ayumi is a brand new listener in Kona, Hawaii. He said he found the show randomly on the iHeartRadio app, and it loves it. So, awesome. thank you, sir. Kona's the big island, yeah? Yeah. I've never been to Hawaii. I've always wanted to go, but that's a long flight. My wife went with her family for the millennium. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess. He's told me uh, quite a few tales of Hawaii. Is there technically an apostrophe in Hawaii? No. There isn't? Mm-hmm. So Ayumi listens in Kona. Andrew is a bureau chief in Fort Myers, Florida. Uh, Brooke is in Pristina, Kosovo, where she is teaching English for the State Department. And given away the State Department has been acting lately, she might be back here in a few months. So who knows? We'll find out. Alan, what's the code word at CLE Clothing Company? Oh, let me tell you. It's hammy, H-A-M-M-Y. Save yourself 20% off whatever you get. I know a lot of people are doubling down on those vintage buzzard tees, as you should. Uh, CLEclothingco.com. They were kind enough to tweet out a photo they took of me in one of the buzzard shirts today. And uh, you can save 20% on whatever you get. Navy and red baseball stuff or anything else. Uh, the code hammy. Through the month of August. If you go to one of the stores, uh, use it at the counter, or you can just type it in at cleclothingco.com. So Tito Francona and his dad are releasing a line of pasta sauce. I'd try it. I see a tough timing for him, though, because you know that this has been in the works for a while, and he was in the hospital for that heart stuff. So you know when he was in there, the doctor was like, all right, now you got to lay off the sauces. 
No heavy pastas, no <laughs> gravies, and he's sitting there going, oh, my God. <laughs> Can't you have a heart-healthy version? <laughs> Tito Francona and Son pasta sauce. Is that the easiest thing to mass produce? That seems to be a real common uh, grocery store item for any professional athletes is salsa or sauce. Just must be easy to make, right? Ooh, it's Shaq's salsa or whatever. Well, I think it's like easily sellable too, because like you, you might be you might be hesitant to try a new brand of certain things, but you'll try a new sauce. But there's yeah, four thousand kinds bucks. of sauce in in, in the sauce in the spaghetti sauce aisle, which is why they slap their name on it because that that'll make them stand out. You gonna see that? Well, I don't know. I think it says Tito and Son. Yeah, Tito Franco and Son logo on it. Yeah, it does. Uh, produced with the help of Barnstorm Marketing and RBA Spot Sports, both known for their authentic Italian cuisine. <laughs> so congratulations to them. But Tito's been here a while. Thought he would have hit the sauce market before now. Got to wait for the right time. Yeah. The time is now. You got to perfect the sauce. Mm -hmm. They created a salsa for former Tribe shortstop Omar Vizquel. See, that's what I'm saying. If it's a Dominican guy, they give him salsa. If it's an Italian guy, they give him sauce. Sure. That makes sense. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. As a Dominican guy, I don't know if I'm going to trust his pasta sauce. Why? They like spaghetti, too. I don't know. They you might have added some in... extra peppers to it. <laughs> they eat spaghetti in Mexico. I don't know about the Dominican Republic, but, you know. So, uh, Congratulations. I guess. I'd love to try some. Yeah, yeah I, would I would try absolutely it. I mean, try it. It's something that you're definitely curious about, and you'll walk, and you'll be like, oh, there's Tito sauce. I'll try that. Yeah. We I should have a sauce that. off here. Sauce off? Mm-hmm. Hey, each make a sauce. Okay. I think sauce off got traded to the no, Rangers. No, no, no. I'm sorry? Have a sauce off. Oh, see who can make the best sauce. Yeah. I'm not good at making sauce, so I will not do well. I but got I, family recipes. I feel like I could come in third place. That's Out of four? As, yes. And well, I would, would buy ragu and just pass it off as his own. I'll tell you no. what. I'll tell you what. That's no lie. And I bet your ass none of us would know the difference. <laughs> no, we wouldn't. We would not no. know the difference. That's Except what I'm saying. Forget to take it out of the jar. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't even. I don't even know. Like, he just covers the label with tape. I wouldn't sure. be confident in being able to beat pound cake in a sauce off. Hmm. What if I made my family recipe of sauce and we put it to the test against Tito's sauce? And you guys, and I don't tell you which is which. You just say which one you like better. If you want to do that, I'm in. You just want to eat pasta. <laughs> I'll, eat, I'll eat some sauces. Well, there's no pasta involved. It's just the sauce. Well, yeah, no, but you got to bring some pasta to put it on. You have to taste it with a noodle. Otherwise, you, well, you just that matter? eat you it put plain. It in, well, yeah, you put it in a bowl and go, which is a better sauce? No, I think you got to taste which it with the, a noodle. But the noodles don't taste like anything, though. Right, but you need it as, like, the vehicle to put the sauce in your face. The spoon is the vehicle. No. Dun, 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 dun. Don't you think it'd be better if we had a little sample pasta? But pasta doesn't taste like anything. It's not going to... 
If, well, you got whatever you want to do. I, if that's what you want to do, <laughs> you want to make pasta here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, where's Erica's colander? <laughs> she's uh, she's worshiping the flying spaghetti monster over there. Yeah, okay. She's a pastafarian today. Yeah, I'll make, I'll make some sauce. Make 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 do the whole thing. Actually, make the pasta and the sauce, <laughs> and then we'll put it on the pasta. We'll try the sauce. I thought it was just going to be like a bowl, of pasta, sauce, spoon. Would taste good. I mean, we can do that. Yeah. We can do that. I just feel like it'd be more accurate test if there was a noodle involved. If there was a broad noodle or like an angel hair? Now you got to go, go well, down that whole noodle. thing. I think you go with a regular old classic spaghetti noodle. Yeah. Not, not thin, angel not hair. thick, just regular. Okay. I'm definitely hungry for spaghetti right now, though. I know. Not an orzo or... Not an orzo. All right. Or a, or, or an orichette. No. Is that your bow tie pasta? Zucchini pasta? I like a bow tie pasta. See, now we're getting a whole different area I do area like here. zucchini pasta, but I would bring in just a classic... Spaghetti noodle. But that's zucchini. That's not pasta. Right. We've gotten in the habit of calling things things that they're not. Right, exactly. Yeah, tofurkey. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, um, what we should try to do is find, see if they'll send us a jar of the old Omar Vizquel salsa. (laughs) I think I had that when it was out. I think they sent us some when it was brand new. You think they'll send us some Matita sauce or do we got to go find it? Oh, I don't think they're going to send us any. Is it in those gift bags we get regularly from the Indians? Maybe they'll put those in our swag bags mm-hmm. next time. I don't know. Hmm. Sure, we can find out. I'm sure we can contact someone at the organization, and they'll let us know how to get a hold of some. Hey guys, we want to do a sauce off. Want to help? Sauce off. It's going to be uh, Tito's marinara against pound cakes ragu. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I like a bolognese. That is my favorite. A bolognese and and what uh, differentiates or, that? Bolognese, you mean? Diavolo or Diavolo? I forget how it's called. But. Bo- it's Bolognese, right? Yeah, how- something- yeah Bolognese. Yeah. All right, we've all grown up knowing that pound cake, no matter how you have it, is wonderful when it's rich and buttery, and it tastes even better with that lovely golden brown crust. It is so good, you will want to slap your mama. Now, if he his salsa should be called "So Good You'll Slap Your Mama." Pound yeah, cakes, slap mom's, your mama sauce. That's right, pound cakes, mom's sauce. Would you make a sauce? I'll make a wish a sauce. Make, make a, a what? Make a wish a sauce. Wish a sauce. What's a wish a sauce? What's a wish a sauce? Wish I had some ingredients to put in it. Aww. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, gonna be broth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all you need, all you need is some water. Yeah. <laughs> water and chopped tomatoes. Like here it is, guys. I'll just like yeah. You get a can it. of stewed tomatoes. You get some Worcestershire sauce, some A one, some ketchup, and there it is. So I know it's gonna be in your sauce now. Sauce it's can on. be. Well, I didn't just give anything away. I'm, I'm kidding. Um, FranconaPastaSauce.com. You can buy it at Mark's, Acme, and the Lake Road Market in Rocky River. And oh, I could probably pick some up at Mark's then. Portion of the proceeds will benefit Cleveland Indians Charities. So there you go. What are you most confident in cooking? Like, what's What do you feel like you're best at? Oh, what's God. your best dish? Oh, I don't know. Everybody's got one. Do they? You just kill it. Like, you know, pre-cooked hams. You, you're a killer at those. You love that pre-cooked ham story. <laughs> I just love um, that you smoked a pre-cooked ham for hours. I still <laughs> added flavor to it, Erica. Yeah. It tastes like smoke. I wanted to add smoke, not cooking time. Right. Farfell is the bow tie pasta. Thank you. Our pasta devotion to accuracy <laughs> department here is working overtime. Thank you very much. 
Oh, I don't know. I used to make a um, I used to make a phenomenal uh, peach cobbler. Um, <laughs> I used to have this uh, peach cobbler. Oh yeah, I used to make this uh, monster pork chop with like this uh, cherry sage sauce and yeah. Uh, I haven't done I that in a long time. You. Oh, ask when. Oh really? yeah, New Year's Eve one year. I told one, you. Um, one time. No, I probably made it a couple times. But again, it's not something that's that is a courting dish mm-hmm. mm. it's not a married dish it's a courting dish okay or what's like your go-to like if you want to make something you make it a way that you like do you have something like that um i don't uh, put butter in my macaroni and cheese <laughs> a lot of people will tell you they like butter in their mac and cheese not this guy and it helps with the flavor that makes it taste better right my dish is a brussels sprout slaw you love by, slaw, boy. Yep. You and the slaw. It's really good. Yeah. Accompanied by um, honey mustard roasted chicken thighs. Bomb.com every time. It's the classic. It's my go-to. I bring it to everything and people get excited. God damn it, I like chicken, okay? Honey roasted chicken thighs. Honey mustard roasted chicken honey thighs. Honey mustard roasted chicken mm-hmm. thighs. With uh-huh. a house-made mustard sauce. Wow, whose house? Mine. Oh. That's right. Good thing. Okay. Mine just be like a steak and a baked potato. I can can you bake, cook a steak well? I can cook a steak very well. I'm very good at Because that's what I cook the most. Like, if I'm going to cook myself a steak, like, I'd rather just cook it myself than go pay for it. You know? Yeah. Because like, you're, you're paying, like, for a really good steak, you're paying $30, $40. So I'd rather just pay for a real good cut of meat and cook it myself and have it be just as good. Mm-hmm. Or close. When we were in the cabin over the weekend, we wanted to have s'mores, but... It w- oh, it- and Rice Krispie Treats. Oh, there you go. I'm really good at that. Um, Rice Krispie Treats. <laughs> we were in the cabin over the weekend. We wanted to make s'mores and have a fire and everything, but it rained, so the- all the wood was wet, so there's no way we're going to be able to start a fire. We had a grill, though, so I put foil on the grill, and then I put all the components of the s'mores on the grill. I think I'm always going to do it that way now, because it's, like, really clean and easy. And yeah, then but you it kind of takes... Dip- it takes all the fun out of it. The whole fun of making a s'more is cooking the marshmallows over a fire. Is that fun? It's supposed hey, to be. Hey, I'm Good standing point. here holding you know? a stick. Like, <laughs> is that fun? I don't know. Well, you got your metal prongs. Yeah. You don't have to go looking around for a stick. Instead, I just put you get the... splinters in your s'mores. Yeah. But what I'm saying, though, is like, even if you have, whatever, if you have the prongs or whatever, you're just sitting there holding it. Instead, I just put the, put the um, graham crackers... Um, on the grill and on the foil piece. And then I put the marshmallow on one part of the graham cracker and the chocolate on the other. And then I took it off the grill and sandwiched them together. And it I was, was on awesome. a camping trip a few years back and we made s'mores. We were with a bunch of people. Whoever brought the ingredients, all of them managed to be stale. Oh, no. So it really took me off s'mores. That's I don't incredible. Think I've had, I don't think I've had one since. Oh, man. The graham crackers were stale. The marshmallow was stale. The chocolate was stale. Wow. Yep. Don't think I've had a s'more since. Was it just leftover from the last time they made s'mores? Like Could probably. Don't Ugh, know. That's horrible. Well, I, I did next level, too. I got white chocolate and strawberry marshmallows. Sounds way, way, way too sweet. Way too sweet. No, it actually was less sweet than I feel like a regular s'more would be. White chocolate is very sweet. Yeah, but it wasn't, I don't know, maybe it was a less sweet white chocolate. It was lint, whatever. You had lint in your s'mores? L-I-N-D-T. Well, that's why Lindent. it was less sweet. Linden. She's putting uh, dust bunnies in her friggin'. Okay. Hey, Nick. Hey. What's going Alan. on? How are you? I'm good. I got a joke for you, and then I got some news. Oh, boy. What do you get when you cross an elephant and a rhino? Elephino. What's the news? Oh. 
So <laughs> if I were five, you probably could have whipped that one on me, Nick. But otherwise, um, so Bitcoin split into two different currencies. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Over the weekend. What that means is now Bitcoin exists and it spawned off Bitcoin Cash, as it's called, or Bcash. Mm-hmm. And I bring this up because since a couple of people read about it in CNN, a lot of my friends have been asking me, should I invest in Bitcoin now? And I will tell them, no. It is honestly almost too late unless you are already in the game and know what you're doing. What's that other one, Elysium or something? Ether. Yeah. Yeah, gee, what a stable and not at all uh, fake uh, form of information online. It's, yeah. Now's the time to get into Bitcoin, everybody says. <laughs> Well, right. Bitcoin just shot up to $3,500 over the past three days, too. Right, but like you said, now is not... be like going, I'm going to buy Apple and Google stock. You know, <laughs> I'm getting in... some good things about those companies. <laughs> I'm getting in on the ground floor. Yeah. Right. That's all I got, just in case people were thinking about it, wanted to know. Now There's Nick. Do not mess with Bitcoin, right? Not right now. Now is not the time. But you'll call us the second that it's appropriate. Maybe an hour after. For our investor class of listeners. Okay, thank you. There's Nick. He is our he is our tech correspondent. Thank you, Nick. Always appreciated your expertise. Hey, Woody. Kellen. You said pound cake was snotty to you earlier. Snotty? Snooty. I uh, precursory on that because I've had a bad day. Precursory. And, and miserable. Yeah, well, you got you to gotta measure your words before you fire that stuff off. You got to let yourself calm down, Woody. I understand that, but it's been hotter than the hubs of... I understand. Pain. What if that was Alan's last straw? What if he had just been, you know, frustrated <laughs> with me all last week and this was the last straw and he fired me because of that? That right. would be on your conscience. Right. Shrimp rolls downhill, Woody. Mm -hmm. You don't know what I would be hey, going through. Okay, listen, Dumplin'. Dumpling. You know, then why are you trying to get me fired? Well, I was not at all. I was, I was trying to get you some airtime. Good or bad airtime is, is still airtime, correct? No. No. L leave the broadcasting to me, Woody. What is on your mind? Uh, I just want to let you guys know I make the best apple brown Betty you guys have ever had in your entire life. Uh-huh. Oh, good for you. Right. But anyway, that's, that's, that's neither here nor there. Uh, the reason I'm calling is I just got out of the shower, and I'm going to go shave my head. I'm going to go straight up uh, Shane O'Connor because... Oh, good for you! Right, you're going to go shave your head. Okay. Yeah, but, yeah, because, um, yeah, I've, it's, the heat's done got to me. Well, don't and, stop uh, until you hit the toes, Woody, okay? All right, brother. All right, thank you. Ah, uh, there's Woody. Alan Erica knows nothing about smoking meats. My friends and I have smoked pre-cooked ham all the time. It had tons of flavor. Well, thank you. Not that I needed your help. I know what I'm doing. You said it was pre-smoked. It was uh, already smoked. No, pre-cooked, not pre-smoked. Whatever. Pre-cooked. Thank you. Hmm. I'll handle my ham. You do that, Alan. 
however I see fit. Feel free. Thank you. Hey, Joe in Philly. Yo, what up, guys? Hey, what up? That guy Nick called in. I just dropped my 401k in Bitcoin. I'm, I'm telling <laughs> you, you got to be careful. You guys um, ever uh, hear of pasta sauce being referred to as gravy? We yes. just had this argument. I said that real Italians call it gravy, and I was shot down by a whole bunch of real Italians. Yeah, I don't know. I, it's a big uh, talk out here because there's a huge contingent in South Philly. It's mostly largely Italians down there. Well, what I was told is that it, what I was told is that it's more like you want to be goombas who call it that. Guys who watch Goodfellas too many times. That's right. I mean, that's what I think myself. I find it very silly. But if you talk to somebody from South Philly and they you refer to uh, gravy as something else. They get very pissed and offensive, and I just find it slightly ridiculous. I didn't know if you guys had any of that out there. Uh, I don't think so. I mean, I was corrected on the whole thing, and, and uh, I guess I'll leave it at that. Seems like times are good in South Philly if that's the worst uh, problem they've got is arguing about the sauce V gravy. I, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I stay out of South Philly. It's a little too uh, uppity for me. Uppity. Yeah, I mean, you get you get a lot of people who uh, they stare at you as you're walking down their row home, and it's uh, it's just weird. Yeah, those are the people arguing about gravy. Well, yeah, I mean, they probably lived there for like three generations. So. Yeah. Okay. All right, hold it down out there, uh, Joe. Okay. Be safe. Guys. All right. Thank you. There's Joe in Philadelphia, um, keeping everybody honest. When it comes to their sauces and their gravies. From the Final Touch Construction Studios, it's the Alan Cox Show on 100.7 WMMS and iHeartRadio Station. Two one six five seven eight one double zero seven or eight hundred three four eight one double zero seven. Uh, you want to text me, 35192, and com for a whole bunch of other stuff. Our uh, Monday Instagram hotties are up there, too. And if you use Corona as your keyword search, it'll give you all the details you need to join us on this year's fifth annual Alan Cox Show, Corona Cruise. Go back out on the lake for the afternoon on August 26th with the Nautica Queen and Corona. Yachtly Crew is going to be playing live. Uh, 5.20 all this week, but a half an hour. I'll get the next couple of people uh, on board. We'll do some passes that way. There's a True North gas station near you. Look for the Corona display. If you don't see it, demand that somebody find it for you. And then we're doing a handful of ticket stops. Bills was Saturday. How did that go? That was great. It was a lot of fun. Uh, we had tons of listeners that came out, and uh, unfortunately, we couldn't give them all tickets. How many uh, pairs did you get? Five, five pairs, and what we did was... We have the new fancy iPad prize wheel, mm -hmm. and so we gave away two pairs in the first half hour and then three pairs in the second half hour. So if you won... Oh, because these are 60 minutes, right? Yeah, yeah. so we, we gave everybody two chances to win. Gotcha. And uh, it was, uh, you know, a lot of people very happy to win, and then lots more people that were real bummed yeah. that they didn't get on. But everybody got a little something. We gave out some... Uh, Taylor Swift koozies off the table. 
Well, Corona koozies and inflatables, like it was like an inflatable Corona flip flop. Yeah, you got a bunch of Corona stuff. Yeah, that's so cute. Handed that out to so he, nobody walked away completely empty-handed. I still have a giant Corona beer bottle inflatable sitting in my basement, <laughs> fully inflated. This <laughs> I'll do something with it. Yeah, I think I took one of those from the Corona cruise one time. I asked if I could have one of the inflatables they brought. They like they're like yeah. Then it occurred to me I'd have to babysit it all day because we weren't ready to go home yet. Mm-hmm. So I deflated it. And then said I was going to reinflate it later. I think it's in a box somewhere in my house. Probably yeah. in your garage. Probably in the garage. It probably mm-hmm. is in the garage somewhere. Flattened under something. Yep. Uh, next uh, ticket stop for you to win is going to be with the MMS Street Team. That will be Friday afternoon, first hour of this show. They're going to be at the True North right down here in Independence from 3 to 4. I don't know where that is. I, th- I think it's, it's over at the by, end of the new one. It's over by uh, Drug Mart. Gotcha. So the, the new one, yeah. Uh, and then Erica will be at the Paninis in Westlake on the 24th. Uh, and then I will be at Barrio downtown Cleveland on the 25th, which will be the night before and your last opportunity to win. Ooh, I'll be at Hilarities that night just Ooh. for the late show. Yeah. So maybe I'll stop by. Hey, look at that. You did two for one that night. That's going to be a crazy one because that's already a busy time for Barrio. Nine o'clock on a Friday? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, lots of people there. I did one there um, year before last for the Corona Cruise. A lot of fun. Because you never know where you're going to be set up at these places, too. <laughs> so you can kind of walk in, and sometimes you'll see it. And then other times you'll be like, hey, um, where's the MMS table? <laughs> the hostess has no idea that you're coming. Well, usually at Brew Garden, we're out on the patio because yeah. they have a great patio there. But I guess there had been a little bit of rain, and they're like, eh, just to be safe, we're going to put you inside. So we were like inside. But that actually made it. Okay, because there was a ton of people out on the patio because it was a, a nice night, and we weren't uh, getting in everybody's way with all the people in line because there was a pretty good line. That doesn't happen at all the events. A line of people who were trying to get on the Corona cruise. I mean, just that one of pictures to, in you know yeah. some of my skin, hair, whatever. Some of your skin and hair. Yeah. Ooh, what? So you, whatever. You bring little, you get from me. So you bring a grooming kit with you so you can snip some off. I no, you bring your own grooming kit. Yeah. It's like if you want an autograph, you bring a marker. You want some of my hair. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You bring your oh, own they scissors. Oh, they have to bring their own scissors? Yeah. BYOS. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, wow, look at that. you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I forget where mine's at. Where's Your mine? grooming kit? Probably you. No, garage. my appearance. Yours is at Panini's Westlake. When is it? I just rattled <laughs> all this off. I forgot. Thursday. I just rattled it off. Thursday the 24th. Thursday the 24th. Oh, I see it. <laughs> you don't believe me? I, I've got to confirm with my eyes, Alan. And you were got to so make sure with the website. Okay, mostly I was just curious to see what picture they used of me. They didn't use pictures. <laughs> yeah, they did. For what? On the calendar. No, on the Corona page. Picture of your Yeah, head. but on the events page on the website. You want to see what picture they used of you on the events page? I, yeah. I don't you remember you're all excited because they reopened that Paninis because it became like... 
Floyd's and Floyd's Floyd the Barbers. My mind is is fried, I feel like. From your party weekend? I just feel like three days of like just chatting with girls, like just takes it out of you. I don't think I said much yesterday at all. Ask Bill and I how that goes. Okay, well. Yep. At least I get paid for it. Nobody took Sunday as a chill day because everybody's going back to work on Monday? I did. All Mm -hmm. I did was lay around. So you weren't talking to girls all day? No, I just feel still a little burnt out. Ah. You know what I mean? All right. Was it like gossip or was it just like funny girly stuff? We had a game called Guess the X where we gave clues about who our... We had a picture of all of our ex-boyfriends and our our bride-to-be had to guess which one was our ex based on the clues we gave... We told stories about exes and, you know, girls. That sounds awesome. Girls. Oh, yeah. Then we all got naked and had a pillow fight. No, we don't believe that either. No, don't do it because you would have led with that. I mean, we did have seven girls in a hot tub. So in a two-person two person hot tub, a four-person yeah, hot tub. That's like I mean, a human centipede of yeah. hot tubs. Yuck! Uh, <laughs> too many straws in a root beer float mug. Ugh. Yeah. 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 Um. Hello. Hello, Bill. Hey, who's this? Bill, this Mozgov. Oh, hey, what's going on, man? Hello, Timothy Mozgov, Bill from Cleveland Cavaliers. Formerly, yes. Well, I. I totally like come back to play. I know, and I, I just don't know when that's going to happen. Did you see the new uniforms? I did see new uniforms. Did you notice one of them said Mazagov? I didn't see that one. Uh, a friend of mine photoshopped and sent it to me. Oh. I like the look of it. He tore off uh, Irving and put mine on. I'm going to be number two, Bill. Sounds good to me. As long as you're back. Bill, I heard you were at Brew Garden there that night. I was. No, because uh, I was there at night and Liz works during the day. I was told she no longer works during the day. She there all night. Well, I didn't see her that night. All night thinking about Moscow, I hope. Did you see anyone standing there looking like they were thinking about Moscow, Bill? I did, actually. I saw several people thinking about something, and I can only imagine it was you. Did she have name tag that said Liz? Because that would be her. No, it wasn't, it wasn't an employee. Maybe she was off and I didn't recognize her because she didn't have a name tag on. Oh, you recognize her, Bill. She's tall and beautiful. Yes. Very tall. But not as tall as... She's like 6'5". Wow, is she that tall? Very tall, Bill. I don't remember being that tall. Mozgov does not like to bend down. Mm-mm. I need tall girls, Bill. Tara, I was just checking to see if you see her because I miss her. No, there was no Tara, Liz. I missed all of you, too. There's a... Elizabeth. Who could be her? Maybe so. Did you tell her that Moscow said hello? I told everybody that worked there that Moscow says hello. And when you told the ladies, did you notice any, any dripping from the nipples? <laughs> <laughs> no, there was no right. visible nip drippage. That's usually a telltale sign, Bill. I'm just asking. I don't, I don't mean to be upsetting to anyone. Why do you have that effect on women? That I'm not Because they think I'm rich. And I am. I, I, but is I, that a sign I of arousal? I do not play. Oh, yes. Especially in Cleveland. That's right. Is dripping nipples? I'm on, I just tell you what I know, Bill. I don't make the rules. I just abide by them. Okay. I, I've got to go. But also, um, I heard that uh, Tito Francona is going to have his uh, pasta mm. sauce. 
Yeah. Okay, good. Are, are you ever going to release a f- signature food item? Maybe a line of vodkas. Moscow. Something beet related? Moscow's, <laughs> <laughs> uh. Moscow's, uh. <laughs> you okay, bud? He's thinking about it. Give him a sec. Moscow's. It's some kind of borscht. It is. Thank you. I could not. Uh, I was so excited to tell you, Bill. I could not remember. Yes, Moscow's borscht in the can. It's <laughs> I got to go, Bill. I love it. I love it too, buddy. Moscow really fell apart that time. Yeah. Giggly. Must be high or something yeah. in the off season. <sighs> Boy, so stupid. So silly. Mm. I'm surprised I didn't see Liz, though. I think she'd be like, hey, you talk to Moscow all the time. But she didn't. She was yeah. there. Does she still work there? I have no idea. You didn't confirm nor deny with the brew garden? Mm-mm. Well, it's a lost opportunity, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe next time. You know, with everything else going on, L.A. got the Olympics and nobody's talking about it. Yeah. I know it's 2028, so, I mean, if the yeah. world is still here, they'll have the Olympics. Well, they're but. talking about it because they're like, you need to, like, leave now if you're going to arrive to the opening ceremony on time because of the traffic. Yeah, Olympics haven't been in the U.S. in, like, 15 years Atlanta, or something. Right? I think Salt Lake City had the winter. Oh, yeah, that's right. the winter. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Atlanta. Winter Olympics, like, okay, fun. Still Olympics. Yeah, right. Know, that's what I thought, too. I'd rather watch the, uh, you know. So they were trying to get 2024. They gave that up. That's going to Paris. And so L.A. gets a 2028 Olympics. Again, I, I can't believe there's still that much money associated with it. I can't believe these cities still jump over each other to try to get the Olympics. But in the midst of everything else that was going on pre-presidential vacation, uh, it was pretty quiet that the Olympics are going back to L.A. I think... Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, I feel like people still watch the Olympics because of the scandals. Like What, what scandals? Are doping scandals? Well, no, like right, like Ryan Lochte like, was like fake kidnapped or like assaulted in, like, when, where were they? Brazil or oh, something? Yeah. And then... Um, Everyone you know, having sex in the yeah, Olympic Village. Hooking up in the Olympic Village. I think people watch because they want to know what drama is going to come out of it. And everyone loves athletes. Like, let's just get come down to it. People love watching muscular, sweaty men like do the you gymnastics. Do. Everyone does, down. though. Okay. The stuff Eric is talking about, though, you don't get that information from watching the Olympics. You'll get it on like websites or well, gossip yeah, sites. But you want to I mean, see how those people perf- perform, perform because Lochte, this was before he actually competed. This incident happened. They were just there, like doing the preliminaries and whatever. Yeah. yeah and so I ha- think people want to know, like, you know. Aside from the drama, can this person like pull it together and still perform? Huh. And they won't have that drama without the Olympics, because then there wouldn't be that big gathering. I think there's a lot of nostalgia when it comes to the Olympics, because it's the only time you ever care about any of those events. Mm-hmm. Like, I agree. What? When do you ever watch swimming or volleyball or any of that yeah. stuff? Yeah, but I watch the. I'll watch the swimming. Me too. I do too. I watch it all, but. It also kind of loses some of the excitement. Now that it's going to be in L.A., they can put the primetime events on in, like, a primetime. Because, like, when you have to watch it, and it's in a different time zone. Three in the morning. Three in the morning. Yeah. And you're like, oh, yeah, I get to watch swimming at, yeah, three yeah. in the morning. Like, I don't, or you, with everything being so instant now, you find out all the results immediately. Plus, there will be, like, celebrity sightings at the Olympics in L.A. You know, it'll be, like... 
Uh, Tom Hanks is poolside at the Olympics, you know, mm-hmm. the swimming event. Oh, it's going to be the place to be. Yeah, the yeah. hierarchy of, of the Olympic village. There'll be uh-huh. Olympic parties. There'll be people hooking, Olympic people hooking up with celebrities. Mm-hmm. Well, where's the next Olympics? Where's 2020? Yeah. No, it's 24. I don't know. The 2020 Olympics? Yeah. Is that the next one? Shouldn't it be? Because there's 2016. It, well, there'll be like the Winter years. Olympics. I don't know where the 2018 Olympics. 2020 went. Olympics are Tokyo. Mm. Wow. See, I th- sometimes I think th- these cities are already crowded enough. Like, Paris is probably going to have a harder time than Los Angeles because the traffic in Paris is terrible. Nobody really drives cars. And then, or the people that do drive cars, it's all crowded. And then, you know, it's going to be hard to get in and out of the city because all the public transportation is going to be clogged up. Yeah, but and, you've got to put all it these in cities. a city that can handle it. 2022 is Beijing. But the and terrorist then, I mean, Tokyo is like people on top of each other, mm-hmm. so... Yeah. But you can't put a, like, if we put the Olympics in, like, even just doing it in, uh. Like, London would be terrible, too. Well, the, the, when you do it in, uh, a place like Rio de Janeiro, they. It turns the city upside down because they can't handle that kind of. Or when it was mess. in Russia, Russia, yeah, and all those wild dogs done, everywhere. You yeah. need a big enough city. That can handle. Trouble is, it. it's just gonna, yeah. That can handle that, you know. Mm-hmm. That kind of. Volume influence. of yeah. people. When yeah. did Chicago do it? Didn't Chicago wasn't Chicago in talks of taking it or did they turn it down? They turned it down. Yeah, I think they were going for like the twenty twenty or something. Did, and are they big enough to handle that? Like that many Chicago people? Could, yeah. Oh sure, but just they they didn't want to fund it. That's right. Like, every mm-hmm. every city that handles the Olympics goes well. They don't go broke, but they're crazy in debt. Yeah, usually it's a loss. Yeah, because they build like Chicago's brand new already, stadiums that it, don't get used. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Chicago already has no money. So like we're not going to put it toward building new. Stadiums. Why don't yeah. they reuse the stadiums they already built for the Olympics? Like, why don't they go back to Goodyear, Arizona? Like, because like, they're usually Goodyear, not anywhere. Sent, they're, they're not, not Goodyear, Arizona. Didn't they build a stadium in Arizona just for the Olympics specifically? Well, I don't know, but it's got to be it's got to be something that someone else wants to use after the Olympics. And usually, those stadiums are kind of specifically made for whatever's going to happen there. Right. So it's not necessarily like a multi-purpose. And they usually slap them together. You know, I think they should just have like a designated city where this is the Olympic city for when it comes here. If, if everyone's going to like bend over backwards and try to arrange something, be Greece, Olympic city. Sure. Yeah. That's not a bad idea. Olympic city uh, in every country, one in every country. Except that all these other countries around the world couldn't pilfer the millions of dollars that they do from the Olympic Committee, and and if they, if every city in or every country in America has an Olympic city. Yeah. How do you no, do no, 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 no. One, one Olympic city. city in the entire world that we go to every time. Like, But who gets that, then? That's what they'd figure out. Yeah. Greece. Well, you'd need one city for the Winter Olympics, one city for the Summer Olympics. So you'd have two, you know, Winter think, Olympic City. I don't know. I think Greece for the Summer Olympics and then, like... Use Antarctica while you still can. No, no. <laughs> what do you mean? Use Antarctica. You can't, you can't, you can't even use it for winter. Uh, someplace in, like, I think the, the Alps or something, I think. Or Chile. You do know that Chile isn't actually Chile, right? It is down by the pole. 2018 Winter Olympics are in uh, South Korea. The good Korea. Yeah, good so Korea. there you go. I didn't even know that South Korea had like that climate for it. For I mean, Winter Olympics? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know much about South Korea. Oh, well, they, they have seasons. Okay, I would love to. <laughs> yeah, but I know like if they had like mountains and stuff either. But it, I mean, guess it makes they sense. Have, I'm they just have saying, terrain. I'm it is incredibly land. Incredibly ignorant of it. Yeah, it's not just like you know a desert out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's. I knew it wasn't a desert, but I thought it was all like flat. 
L.A. and Paris got the Olympics because nobody wanted them. See? I think that's true. Probably. true. Yeah. yeah, they kind of, by attrition, they were the last two cities left. They are like, all right. And they both had it before, I think. Yeah, mm. L.A. wasn't even that long ago. Maybe in like the 70s, right? L.A.'s or, using or college campuses for the villages, somebody said. Oh, yeah. See, that makes mm. sense. Imagine you're out of Pepperdine. You're out of Malibu on the coastline there. You just see Ryan Lochte. Yeah, that's a thing. Some mm. shenanigans is going to go I down. I love that. I'll be watching to that Olympics. Mm. I, I mean, I already know how it was because the gay games came to Akron one year. and I. Ha- well, that's not the same. But I'm just saying, I, it's people from 60,000, you know, gays from all over the world were like on our campus. And all I had to do, uh, like I, I had 60,000 gays? 60,000. They were in Akron and Cleveland. Mm-hmm. It's for the gay games? Yep. And they used yeah. our dorms for, you know, their little village. They're so. a little village. Did they call it the Lil Village? <laughs> no. Everybody, welcome to the Olympic Lil Village. The gay games, rather. <laughs> they called it the village. <laughs> so, it's the village so, of the damned. <laughs> are the, uh, D-A-M-M-E-D. Um, are the gay games coming back here? No. Or I, does that go to different no, that cities? No, somewhere else. It, I think- it's, it's in Paris. Oh, is it? Yep, it is? Then, yep. I because I asked because I met a guy from Paris. Somebody took that, gay Paris really literally. And they <laughs> said, Let's just put it out there. The next gay games will be in Paris, and uh, for some reason, Cleveland hosted uh, Akron and Cleveland hosted uh, that year's gay games. Yeah, that was really fun. My band played it. I didn't even know it was a thing. I didn't know there was a gay games. I was like, well, gay people compete in the regular Olympics. Why is there? And it's not all gays though. It's, it's LGBT. Friendly. Yeah, it's it's gay people and their supporters can all compete. Yeah. And so I, I was. So isn't, it's, there it's, some, isn't there some controversy though within the community about that? No, they actually. actually no. That's their thing is all inclusion, uh, all inclusive. They want to include everybody. So anyone can compete in the mm-hmm. gay anyone, games. Anyone, gay or straight, can compete in the gay it's games. Gay but then why are they importing sixty thousand gays? Well, he's he doesn't know what he's talking about. He didn't. Imp- they didn't import what? sixty thousand gays. They imported sixty thousand people, predominantly gay. Okay, well you know what I mean. It was sixty thousand people from all over the world came I never out. Know what you mean? To Cleveland. In Ohio to in support of the gay games, so they were it was LGBT friendly, and they so were you on mean sixty thousand people came, not people. necessarily people who were competing in the games. Sure, yes. Well, I'm asking. Yes, sixty thousand people from all over the world came okay. in support of the LGBT. So it was one big party, and it was over the summer. So there were our soccer fields and stuff like that weren't really getting used. Are there any and winter gay games? I don't know. What I mean, if you're more of a winter? Yeah, what if you're a figure skater or a um, uh, gay snowboarder? I don't know. A gay downhill skier. Right. A gay loser. Right? A gay bobsledder. Whatever. From Jamaica. Are those people getting screwed? Probably. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Hopefully. Yay! All right. I like the winter games better. I know that's unpopular, but I do. I don't care for any of them. I don't care what happens in the, in the Olympics. Don't care. Don't watch them. Don't care. Remember the because last time those... there was the Olympics, you're like, who watches those? And then they had like record high like Not in this country. The rest of the world watches the Olympics because that's the one time that their country, other than soccer, the World Cup, like their country goes and like does something, and there's national pride. Yeah. We've got that out the yin yang. People in the United States don't necessarily care. Just because they spend tons of money on advertising doesn't mean people are watching it. I think people do, though. I think it's a self. I think it's a a system that has 
self-propelled itself for a long time. There's so much money involved. They don't care if people are watching in the United States. I think more people might watch the L.A. ones because, like Bill said, there won't be that time, time shift. Yeah. yeah, you'll click on the TV. The Olympics will be on. You'll watch for a little bit. With Rio, that, that time difference wasn't too bad, so I think a lot of people watch that as well. The Russia one, I remember, The Russia was one ridiculous. was really ridiculous. Tokyo is going to be ridiculous because everything's going to be happening in a the day middle earlier. of night. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's also very scary. I didn't think about that. People like if gay athletes compete in like Russia, you know, they can get in trouble and stuff for that. There was that. Well, they probably wouldn't do it there. But no, there was that big. <laughs> they can get in trouble. Last year in Rio, there get was, over here. There was that scandal of like there was a TV reporter going undercover on Grinder in the Olympic Village, and he was outing gay athletes from other countries, and like when they would go back to their country, they, yeah, they'll get murdered. Yeah, right. That was a scandal. Yes, a scandal indeed. Scandal. You never see Cleveland trying to get the Olympics. We Come don't on, need to not even Frank Jackson. close to the amount of stadiums and structures we would need. What if we want to do the dirt bike Olympics? Do we have enough dirt bike tracks? It's, it's aren't only they building, dirt bikes. Aren't they building dirt bike tracks around here? Isn't that yeah, the solution to all kinds of uh, civic unrest? I think dirt bike proposal, tracks. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Bring the dirt bike Olympics. Let's get the X Games in Cleveland. That would be fun. Mm-hmm. See, but I think they do the X Games every single year out in uh, L.A. now at the Staples Center. Hmm. They used to move it around, but not anymore. I would love it. Uh, Where do they do there. Rob Deerdex like street um, street games? Whatever that one's at the called. Fantasy Factory. No. Press the yellow button to begin enjoying your Allen. What is an Allen? The Allen Cox Show on one hundred point seven WMMS. It is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yeah. Oh. Got another chance for you to get to Vegas, by the way. Once an hour. At the bottom of every hour. The iHeartRadio Music Festival. Oh. I think now in its seventh year. Crazy. Yeah, it's going to go down September 22nd, 23rd, back out uh, in Vegas at the T-Mobile Arena. And so you have uh, plenty of chances to win your trip about 10 times every day. We'll give you a keyword you can text. Hopefully get the whole uh, shebang for you and a pal. Fly you out, put you up, get you to the festival. And then uh, whatever you do in between is up to you. So next uh, keyword here for in about five minutes. 
Uh, Tribe off tonight. They split that Yankee series two games apiece. Rockies will be in town tomorrow night. I always forget the Rockies are a team. We almost went to a game last time we were in Denver. Another one of my friends moved to Denver. Mm-hmm. So I'm... Um, <laughs> One of the girls like, that was oh. on the bachelorette trip, she's from Denver. She she just flew in for the yeah. weekend. She was just telling me about, you know, how you walk in and it's like uh, when you go to, to a weed dispensary and it's just like a grocery store where everything has weed in it. Like, yeah. It's like you get maple syrup with weed in it. You get, you know, random stuff with weed in it. I'm like, hmm, be interesting. It's so booming there that people that for a long time tried to make it work in a bigger city throw their hands up and go, I'm going to Denver. Yeah. They look for a job there or whatever. Another friend of mine from L.A. in Denver. I got a visit. Now I got a friend there, so now I have a free place to stay. Yeah. It's a fun town. I don't know if I, I, don't know if I could do the edibles, though. It's like, I just feel like I would just lay around. Yeah. See, I don't understand. Well, you just get the right kind. There's some that will... Get you up and moving. There's some that will yeah, make you want to like around. sativa and something else. Indica. I don't remember. Indica. There you go. There's Especially, I mean, it's a beautiful, you know, if you just get out and do stuff. You know what I mean? Oh, Taking all that place. nature. Yeah. I like to hike. hiking. Yeah. yeah. We went on a hike um, in Hocking Hills. We went to Old Man's Cave. And I had no idea. Apparently, this is Hocking Hills and Old Man's Cave and the whole state park is like a big popular area for Ohioans. Even though we have like a lot of the same stuff like in the metro parks like here. Um, but it was really cool. Like we saw waterfalls and, um, I found a fortune from a fortune cookie on the ground. What did it say? I think that's just called litter. It said you will lighten, <laughs> she still found it. Mm-hmm. Said you will lighten someone's heart, which was interesting. We were on a bachelorette weekend, you know? And did you? I tried. <laughs> it failed. No. <laughs> but the hike was actually kind of hard. It, it, it was, I mean... It was along a path. We weren't like, you know, climbing rocks or anything, but... Oh, I was going to say you had a pregnant woman with you. How hard could it be? Well, she's in shape. <laughs> she <laughs> yeah. is. She does yoga like every day. Um, but yeah, like for me, like not exercising that much. Oh, you'll love hiking in Denver then. And the air oh, is so thin. The one girl that was with us, she's like a, she's like an athlete. She's like a runner and whatever. And she's like... Oh, man, it's just so nice to be able to hike. She was the leader of the pack during the hike. She's like, so nice to hike and, like, feel like I can breathe. Meanwhile, I'm in the back, like, <laughs> dying. Wow. But, I mean, it wasn't that bad, but, you know, I'm a little sore. Got a little workout in. Probably burned some cows. Sore from hiking? Yeah. Okay. It was a lot of uphill. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's... And then... Also and downhill. And then there was downhill. Yeah. Right. Once you no. get to the top, there was probably some downhill. The thing was, though, it was like we we got to the top, and then there's like another part we can go up even further. So it was just like it never seemed like we were going downhill. We'll just say that. I'm like, what the heck? I thought I'd be going down forever. Assume- Twenty eight. <laughs> <laughs> I assume the fact that you're sitting here with us means that at some point you did go downhill. We did go downhill slightly. Okay. But then we climbed back up again to get back to the parking lot. Mm-hmm. It was a whole thing. All right. Yeah. Elapsed time was what? Was it a long hike? Oh, 25 we, minutes no, at least. We, <laughs> we hiked for like two hours. Two hours? Yeah. Okay. Ish. It was fun though. But I, I, all these people were like t- tweeting me when I po- or posted on my Instagram when I posted a picture. They're like, oh, I've been there. I've been there. I've been there. So apparently I didn't know Hocking Hills was like the place, but it was fun. I'd heard about it. I've never been. Yeah. I mean, it's but- three hours. It's past Columbus or like... 
Yes, almost near, near West Virginia. Colu- not near Columbus, but... It's three hours away. That's where they got that. Uh, they have an Amazon warehouse out there where they have that big job fair and all those people walked up trying to get jobs. In Columbus? Packing crap into boxes for Amazon. Yeah, last week, the Amazon had that mm. like one-day job fair where they said they were going to hire 50,000 people nationwide yeah. until the robots come in. And uh, I think one of those big warehouses is right outside Columbus. Oh, nice. Tell you what, do love my prime shipping. Love that two-day shipping. It's awesome. Yeah, I haven't gotten anything from Amazon in quite some time. So, you know, I've just kind of been off the Amazon thing. I always order there because I'm like, well, why not? I like If I want something online, I want it fast. I don't want to wait for it. Hmm. So two-day shipping, and it's free. I'll take it. Yeah, listen, I uh, understand that they're trying to be expedient in what people want, and they want uh, the uh, instant gratification as close as they can get it. But uh, i got to tell you, I don't care for the mailman and knocking on my door on a Sunday. Really? Maybe that makes me a curmudge. Hmm. But uh, I, I don't love like, it. I don't expect it. Uh, so it's a little off-putting. It's certainly not their fault. They're doing their job. <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> no, it's nothing like that. But it's it's a little strange. They're bringing you your thing. I'm uh, bringing you me my thing? thing. What's your thing? I ain't got anything. Well, who did? Oh, my wife probably got well, something. She's probably excited about I'm it. I'm sure she yeah. is. But I'm talking about me. I'm happy to see a male guy on any day of the week because he's got something I want. Probably. Happy to see a male guy any day of the week. Yeah. Yeah, okay. If I ordered something and they a come on a Sunday, delivered. I'm not mad yeah. at it. Huh. See, I've, right. I've done the th- adopted your model where I had stuff delivered here. Yeah. But then you had things that get delivered on a Saturday, and then you got to wait till Monday anyway because they can't even deliver it. Yeah, yeah. but, I, but I, I can wait. I know I can't. Yeah, too, I, I don't like waiting. Always. Not a big but fan some, of waiting. Sometimes okay. they're like, yeah, I want this now. but Life is short. Why wait? No, get, life is I get, long. I get more nervous that they're going to not be able to deliver it and then it's just gonna like that's going to add to it being lost or never get delivered yeah hasn't happened i've certainly never ordered anything so wildly impactful in my life that i can't wait another day for it to get into my well i'm a procrastinator so if i need something i'll go oh my god i should have ordered that already and then i'll go i'll just go to amazon and two-day ship it well my parents anniversary is wednesday and I need to send them something, and I haven't uh, the foggiest what that's going to be. Amazon two day ship. Well, I usually send a membership. I uh, usually to what? Amazon. Amazon a membership Prime? to Amazon. Yeah, uh, they are, they've already had that. All right, well, renew it for I, a year. That's the thing. I've gotten them everything, and they don't use it. Make them something. Well, like a macaroni necklace. Yeah. What about a handwritten card? Pardon me. People don't do that anymore. I do that for everyone. I write a lot of handwritten cards. And to make them extra special, I'll use my non-dominant hand so they have to wonder, is this from my son or a psychotic killer who's been stalking us? I don't know. <laughs> I don't have an answer to that. You don't? No. Not, no handwritten card in my non-dominant <laughs> hand? No answer for that whatsoever? <laughs> All right. I like all my cards to look as though Dick from Dayton wrote them. Psycho killer. Oh, my God. Cards from me. Yeah. No, I, I, I have purchased... Uh, 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 this is well-trod ground, but I, I've purchased my parents the, the Netflix. And the uh, I bought them a Hulu uh, last year. Not a, not a Hulu, a Roku. And, I was going to um, say a Hulu. Uh, well, his Roku. and her robes. Yeah, I, I bought my dad for his birthday, in, or for Father's Day, actually. I bought him, like, this high-tech ergonomic pillow. Because, you know, my dad's ill. And, and I said, uh, oh, you're going to love this. But I rarely go out on a, on a therapeutic limb like that. I thought, well, maybe it'll work. It was highly recommended. What he about an essential he oils? loves it. 
See? You know what to get them. But my, yeah. but my, but anniversary gifts are technically like for my mom. I don't think my dad cares. Get, that's why you get something that's like uh, the the robes, the matching robes, matching pajamas. I'm not going to get them matching robes or matching pajamas. pajamas. What are they going to say? His and hers. Yeah. yeah. Well, have their names on them or get them. Bonnie and Craig. Hey, nice robes. I don't know. That's their names, Bonnie and Craig. Bonnie's my mom. Craig's my dad. They should say Bonnie and Clyde. That's funny. Except his name's not Clyde. Right, but Why would get, I have Clyde he'll, he'll on there? He'll get the reference. Or not. If you I, want. Uh, essential oil diffuser. Everyone likes those. Pardon me. <laughs> An essential a, oil a diffuser. A homeopath would like those. Uh, she's probably got a million okay, of them you already. Would you like one of those? No, a homeopath. Oh. Not a homo. He probably would like them, though. They are. They smell great. Essential oils. Yeah. I'm sure all the oils Give they the already teacher. have. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oil. I'm, there's too many non-essential oils floating around. I don't know what an essential oil is. Canola. What's a diffuser? What does that mean? It spreads out the scent. Dif- so, if you diffuse something, so, you spread it over an area. So you just, oh, so it's like a spray instead of like a plug-in wall? Yeah, and yeah, yeah. like a humidifier. It's you like put a those mist. Okay. sticks. That's what Zach the, was buying all around the apartment the other day. He bought like 30 of those things. And he was like, it, this will last me six months. I'm like, oh. Okay. Because I don't know what they want their place to... I, I imagine my parents already have their house smelling like what they want it to smell like. And if I go, hey, I got you some sandalwood, they're going to go, great. Well, huh? why don't you read up on gonna, what, what, what oils are good for cancer patients? Pardon me again. Oils for mm. cancer patients? Yes. Sure, there's something. <laughs> there's therapeutic you know, evidence out there. He's doing very well these days. Or lavender's a good one because I don't it's a think stress any, reliever. I don't think any oils are going to cure what ails him. But if you get him a spa day. Yeah, but, you know, he's... You get a couple's massage. I don't need my dad going, gee, thanks for the oils. What? I'll make sure that I, uh, when I go get my chemo in an hour, I'll make sure I take these with me. But there are there are things for the body and there are things for the mind and I believe that the essential oils help the mind. You're spending too much time on Pinterest. Calm That's what I'm gleaning from this conversation. No, I've I hey I've not saying I'm doing amazing, but I've done bef- definitely a lot better with my anxiety not being on anxiety medication by using essential oils. And which oils have you found to be most essential for you? I love lavender tea tree oil and chamomile. If I have a headache, I'll rub peppermint along my temples, and it usually helps. Um, Why don't you do that during the show? What do you mean? You're in here all the time. You say your head hurts. I've never seen you rub peppermint on your temples. I brought pepper. I have brought peppermint oil with me to the station before. I, I got Altoids. I got Altoids in my car. Yeah, peppermint. It doesn't work just, the same. Will does just like work? yeah. Well, I gotta get it wet first, and nope. then I'll rub it on there. It does be fine. not work the same. We'll lick in those swirly candies and then stick those like bolts on Frankenstein's. No, that won't work. No. Hmm. What about dinner after dinner butter mints? No, well, no? those are delicious though. You pull Yo, them out right out of the, no. out of the dish. You don't well, like those? the chocolate chalky one? No, 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 no. The, yeah. well, they're chalky. Yeah, they're really squares. chalky little yeah. butter mints. I love yeah. those. Yeah, those and you know any restaurant, you see them, and they've been there for 35 years. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. But you can't tell. They have that Cracker Barrel. 
Love them. There you go. <laughs> well, I've never seen you rub essential oils on your temple. Well, I'm not rubbing it in here because it smells very strong. I wouldn't do that to you guys. Well, you could do the it room. in the side studio or in the bathroom and then come back. That's what I do, is what I'm saying. He said he's never seen me rub uh, the oil, but I'm not rubbing the oil in front of you. I've never even seen you come in with oily temples. <laughs> I'm even looking yeah. at my temples. Where's your oily temples? But it dries very quickly. And you're not using enough. All right. Oily temples of the garage shop tomorrow night, by the way, too. Are <laughs> wallflowers... Uh, playing with Witchfinder. Check them out. Are <laughs> wallflowers uh, diffusers? Is that what they are? A Jacob Dylan album? No, a wallflower is a Bath and Body Works thing. Okay, well, That's not. a thing you plug into the wall... Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah, that's not a diffuser. That's a that's a diffuser, but that's not the one we're talking about. Okay. I was just trying to see if that was one of them. There's more expensive kinds. Okay. Yeah, but they're finding a lot of those have carcinogens in them. Yeah. Like plugins. Yeah, I don't like those plugins. I used to love them. I used to have them in my studio in our office, and I stopped plugging them in because I don't I don't need carcinogens. Something's gonna get you. Yeah, I don't feel I, know. I don't feel I good know. about those plugins. That's why I get just essential oil diffusers because they're just natural oils. Okay, but all that aside, I assume by now my parents probably have an essential oil diffuser. It makes in their a great house. gift. Just saying. Yeah, all my other gifts made great gifts too. And they're stacking up unused. Well, Damn. It was a suggestion. Thank you. I feel I like you it. always throw it out there like, hey, I don't know what to get them. And then we offer up suggestions and then we are reprimanded handily for even suggesting. Because I'm item. looking for good suggestions. <laughs> well, I don't know what you qualify as a good suggestion. Well, something, not the last thing you saw on Etsy. I'm, th- I'm thinking <laughs> you, have a, a, you have a sick father and here are some therapeutic oils that could potentially help him. More important than the recipient is to consider... The giver, which is me. All right, you gotta you gotta frame it in the context of me. Get him a MAGA hat. <laughs> oh, my dad's probably already got a MAGA hat in various colors. I'm sure he's uh, he's already got one of those. Just what about one of those like uh, like a crocheted or like cross stitched uh, little thing that says "Bless the meat, let's eat." Now that's that what up. I was looking for. Yeah, a crocheted "Bless the meat, let's eat." How hard what was, was I thinking? <laughs> How hard was that? So yeah, there you go. A uh, bless this meat. Let's eat. Bless the meat. Great let's idea. Eat. Write that down. Cool. You want to write that meat. down? Let's eat. I also need to write. Uh, let's see. Five thirty-six. Erica said, "I'm not rubbing in here." <laughs> I'll let that one go. I can't get them all down. <laughs> no. No, I know. I'm, I mean, I'm I'm being uh, intentionally prickly. I don't mean to be right. so. Uh, Intentionally prickly, though. Great band. They're open for oily temples tonight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I just know that it's their anniversary. And I'm like, well, do I need to send, like, can I text happy anniversary? That seems a little... Uh, Informal? Uh, yeah. 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 But like a gift card to uh, ambiance. The store for lovers? <laughs> They're very in love. Well, as they reside in Illinois, I don't know that that will really help them. Send them a oh. bottle of chocolate lube. I'm not sending my 71-year-old dad chocolate lube. It's edible. <laughs> yeah, and he'd eat all of it. He'd put a knife in there and just sit there and put it on his bagel. Nutella. <laughs> it does make a statement. Yeah, it makes a statement.
I'm out of ideas. Do they have like a favorite dinner spot? Perhaps a gift card to the restaurant? Why am I suggesting things still? Because I was I'm just throwing it out there. I was chastised for it. No, I'm not chastising. I'm merely frustrated at my inability to, <laughs> to come up with a suggestion on my own. I wasn't even crowdsourcing it. I was merely speaking aloud, more rhetorically than anything else. Mm. It's my dad. parents' anniversary. They will have been married for 30, no, 49, 48 years. Oh, that's awesome. 48. Wow. Just a t-shirt that says, I've been married to this guy for 48 years, and all I got was this lousy t-shirt. There Boom. it is. Beautiful. Or Bill Squire, everybody. Yep. Who says he can't do relationships right? Is your dad like a big cozy guy? Does that? Like, does he? Is your dad a big cozy guy? Well, I know my aunt, I can never go wrong with an electric blanket or like a certain type of blanket. She likes a certain, um, you know, a Well, fabric. he's not my aunt. So I don't um, know that I'll go that route. Just saying, you could get him some a nice pair of slippers or some. What's nice that anniversary sli- gift? Why are we just giving him a gift? Uh, well, he was stumped on his dad. I don't know. Yeah. I would if it was me. Since they're almost at fifty, I would like stomp out or like skip out on the last two years and then just do something huge for the fiftieth. You should buy him a motorcycle, and then you should get the sign that says, "If you see this, the bitch fell off." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My dad might ride off and never return. For all I know, right. Well, I was going to get them both uh, big, long, uh, never mind the bollocks nightshirts and see how that would work out. There you go. Of course, my moms would say, God save the queen, but Sex Pistols fans both. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, okay, I don't know. I'll figure it out. But thanks so much for your help. You're welcome. Now do, you feel, again. now do you feel chastised? <laughs> yes. From the Final Touch Construction Studios, it's the Alan Cox Show on 100.7 WMMS, an iHeart Radio station. I suppose you want a number, Pound Cake. Yes, please. <laughs> uh, Car 14. Good luck. Brain fart. Brain fart, Bill. Frank's part, man. I don't know what to tell you. Slips out. I know. You're out tonight, yeah? Yeah, Hilario Barrio. Give me some good news. Hilario Barrio, 10 p.m., free show. Always a good time. Uh-huh. Always gets packed. Uh-huh. And uh, then, yeah, follow me. Not, why are we doing plugs right now? I'm just going to Yeah, no, I'm just, I'm asking. I'll be at the Improv on Thursday, too. Oh, just yeah? A, a feature set there. Yeah. You haven't been over there in a while, have you? I was there, I think, in June. All right. So, it's been a, a couple months. Listen, thank you so much to this audience for suggesting so many fantastic ideas for my parents' anniversary. Oh, I yeah? can't tell you um, how moved I am. Always good to crowdsource. Always good. What they suggest? Tom says get him one of the, <laughs> get him one of those apocalypse food buckets. <laughs> you eat the food, and then you can use it as a chair. You know, down in Europe. Well, my parents aren't preppers. They certainly do uh, tend to a bit more uh, right wing hysteria than I'd like. Uh, but they're uh, sharp. They're not. Uh, they haven't moved into prepper territory. Um, a lot of people suggesting that you like. I put a wedding photo collage together from Shutterfly, but I swear to Christ, I've seen precisely... Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. 
That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. One wedding photo of my parents my entire mm-hmm. life. Well established here on this program that my parents were not particularly photo-oriented people. Mm. Talking to my uh, wife and, you know, her, my mother-in-law lives near us now, and she would bring over binders of photos. Gwen had uh, tubs that she was pulling out from the basement and was going through old college and high school photo albums. I'm like, holy Christ. And I assume that's what most people have. Oh, yeah. They have binders full my of photos. My mom's got a ton, a whole yes. cabinet full. So my parents just, it wasn't like a thing. So I've seen one wedding photo of them. And I think that the little booklet I've got that was found somewhere uh, at my grandmother's house when she passed, I think that little booklet of photos and Polaroids I've got is probably the whole of my parents' photo albums. Unless I find a giant trove when they go, I don't know. There could be something within the bowels of my parents' basement that I'm unaware of. I'm hoping, I'm hoping that when my parents go, that I will, my siblings and I will stumble onto some huge photo trove. Fortunately, it'll be too late to really reminisce with my parents, but... Photo trove. You know what I mean, though? I mean, I can't, I can't fully believe that my parents had no interest in chronicling our lives. I mean, I, I remember... they were just in the moment instead of being on their camera all the time. <laughs> yeah, but I remember, like, when I got my first camera. So, it had some value to my family. My parents got me, when I got my first Kodak Instamatic, those long, slender ones. You put the film in, you click the thing. It was, t- it was you know, state-of-the-art at the time. Mm-hmm. So, I'm hoping... Not prematurely, of course, but I'm hoping that when my parents go, I'll, and we're cleaning out their house, that we'll stumble upon some stack of photo albums. I would just like to have access to them while they're still alive. Can you, yeah, can you ask her? Like, hey, do you have photos I could look at? She'd say, next time you're here, feel free to dig for whatever you want to dig for. Go digging. But I don't ever get home anymore. Well, go home and dig. Make it a point if it's that important to you. Mm-hmm. For the 50th anniversary. Or make one of your other siblings do it. Make them do all the hard work. Yeah, and just have them ship it to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got their lives, man. They're going to do that. Hey, their lives. My youngest their brother's lives. working in Australia for three months. My middle brother's oh, that's got... Awesome. No. See that kid that came out of the ocean? <gasps> with sea lice. Sea lice. Ah. Huh? What? No, I haven't seen this. <laughs> Type Australian sea lice into Google. This photo went viral. Some kid was <sighs> swimming off the coast of Australia, and he comes out with his... It looks like he's wearing dark red socks. His legs are bloody because Australian sea lice were chewing on his legs. And I don't think it's anything fatal, but this kid was getting chewed up. And then once people started looking into that, people were posting video of, hey, here's what happens if you throw a piece of raw meat in with some sea lice. I don't know if that's what they actually are, but I think they referred to them as sea lice. So nasty. So n- I'm crawling thinking about it. And again, Ugh. you know, this is what this is what the climate changing is doing, is it's dredging. Again, I don't know much about sea lice, but it's dredging up deep sea animals. And they're landing on shores. They're finding eyeless fish. Because they normally reside so far down, there's no light, and they don't need eyes. Ooh. And they're just showing up, you know, oh, look what washed up in Louisiana. That's, oh. So sick. Blah. 
<laughs> Alan, how about anal beads? You know what? You opened up that door, Alan. Why don't you... you, Did I open up the anal bead door? He opened up the back door. He did. He did. (laughs) Anal beads. It's like starting a lawnmower. It looks like sand. His feet looks like red sand. Yeah, it's awful. I mean, so, you know... So hopefully my brother won't uh, have much time to enjoy the coastline barefooted. Barefooted? Feeted? Footed? Barefooted. Yeah. Or just barefoot. That's like straight out of piranha. <laughs> like that that is Yes. Oh. Yeah. That is really upsetting. You should see some kangaroos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess that'll that should make up for the giant sized bugs and poisonous creatures and sea lice. And they have tarantulas too. Well, but Ooh. it also kind of feels like the luck of the draw too. It's not like everybody who gets in the water off the coast of Australia is coming out with bloody feet. So I don't know what's uh you know, I, I don't know, maybe this kid was uh maybe, maybe there was something in his sweat. I don't know. Maybe he had a some food that sea lice really like. The hell do I know? He was like uh, I, Sorry, I just like found that picture again. Yeah, it's but nasty. It's gross. He was like working out, so that's why he took a dip. Okay, so he was sweaty. Yeah. Maybe it was attracted to his uh, pheromones or something. I gotta click on. <laughs> ew, 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 hey, another bug news. Ah, oh. uh, Usher's handing out the herb. <laughs> I was just watching this in the commercial break. They already made a statement about like the girls are, are coming. Well, two girls and a Light man. Up. Yep. Ursher's giving out the herpers. And a man. Two, Jane Doe and John Doe. And one of the women came forward, and she's the one that did the press conference. Oh, she yeah. gave out Qua- her real name. Quantasia Sharpton. Yeah. I wonder if she's related to Al Sharpton. <laughs> in which case, uh, being litigious is in your blood. Two more women and a man are suing Usher. See, here's the thing, though. is That makes it sound like Usher is uh, getting some on the DL. But it's probably transitive property, right? Where he gave right. it to the girl. He gave the it girl to the girl. To the guy. That's right. Still. Yeah, I mean, it is It is Atlanta. There's a lot of people on the DL in Atlanta. Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the alleged victims spoke at a press conference in New York City. She said she had sex with Usher. He's married now, right? Got a kid? No. All that? No? I don't know. Who am I thinking of? Isn't he divorced? He was divorced from his, well, he's now his now ex-wife. He had a child with her, and now he's married to his manager. So he remarried. But now that it, all that stuff kind of makes sense because his wife was going to like bash him and then I guess he gave her hush money in the settlement of their divorce. So she didn't speak up about it. So this could be what she was the talking woman, about. The woman said that she tested negative for herpes, but she feels her rights were violated. Because he didn't tell her. Because he didn't tell her. Well, that's ridiculous. What? No. So he, I mean, he's not, getting sued for not giving someone herpes? But he still didn't tell her that he was positive. So it's still, okay. You, you. But how just, do we know he's even positive? Because two other people that did have sex with him or sexual contact with him said that they had herpes. Here's but the they pro- could have got it from anyone. That's right. And here's the problem is this is the kind of thing that's going to shut down your after party right quick. This is your R. Kelly Not sex Not if everybody's cult. got herpes. Well, now but... Now you just have a herpes exclusive. That's a very exclusive party. But can you, And by the way, the guy said that he did have oral sex with Usher. So mm. not like he got it from one of the girls. But how do you prove that you got it from him? Well, this is the kind of thing where if you're a celebrity, you got to come out and go, I will fight these charges. There's no way. He's been real hush-hush about it. And there was a case back in 2000. And by the way, these are that, not, with all due respect, uh, no, these are not the real housewives of Atlanta <laughs> that he's accused of banging. Mm-hmm. These are girls who likely wouldn't even turn Usher's eye. 
mm-hmm. let alone get on top. He he gave a settlement of one point six million to a girl who alleged that she gave him herpes back in two thousand ten. So, and and it was like disclosed, so nobody knew about it until late. I guess now the contract is up and she can speak freely about it. But people found out about it, so it's kind of like a you know settlement to keep quiet. She says she was selected from the crowd to go backstage before the show for her nineteenth birthday. They asked her for her number because Usher was quote interested in her. Uh, and again, I'm yeah. trying to be delicate, but this does not even remotely look like the kind of girl uh, that uh, would turn Usher's head. But if you're Usher, what do you have to prove? He knows he could get any girl he wants, so he well, probably wanted to share the wealth a little bit, make that girl's share day. Share the wealth? He, yeah. does, he doesn't need a slump buster. If you can get whatever girl you want, then you get whatever girl not, you want. But it was her 19th birthday. He probably wanted to make her day. He was like, what's better than a concert with Usher? Let us in the back room with Usher. No one wants to give someone a birthday present that badly. Uh, I think you're really underestimating the fact that these thoughts out here, dude. But the... Okay. I'm serious. An Usher concert will be full of beautiful women willing to do whatever with him. He doesn't need to look at the girl up front who, you know, big gal... And go, yeah, bring her back. But what I'm yeah. saying I is... I like the cut of her jib. She was up front because she probably had like a VIP package and he probably did a meet and greet with her before. And he had a VIP package for her. <laughs> or she got up I front because she just plowed everybody else out of the way. <laughs> you should know what you're getting into with Usher based on all the titles of his songs. I mean, he's been telling us for years, you got it bad. I don't mind. Confessions part two. That's right. <laughs> I'm going to let it burn. Oh, let it burn. <laughs> there goes my baby. He's been trying to tell you. I love that Bill has the list in front of him. And yeah. Pound Cake was re- able to recall "Let It Burn." I don't. I couldn't even begin to tell you what any of these songs. Let It Burn's a great like. song. All I, I know, know is that you, I know, they call yeah. me U S H E R R A Y M O N D. Almost gave you HIV. I went to a concert of HIV with some friends a few years ago to celebrate my birthday. I was wearing a birthday crown, and because of that, I was selected to go backstage before the show. Later, a security guard picked me out and asked me for my number. He told me Usher had seen me backstage and was interested in me. After the show, my friends and I returned to the hotel. I got a call from Usher on a block number asking me what hotel I was staying in and the room number. About an hour later, he arrived. We spoke for a while and then we engaged in sexual contact. All right, which means uh, she did. She gave him some mouth stuff. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, it's not hard to believe. I mean, I heard stories about Brett Michaels and how he used to sleep with every kind of girl back in the day. Just yes, because it was the eighties, but they were all unbelievably hot girls. No, he wasn't like eh, I'll take that chick because she's right there. No, he used to do. He used to boost girl self esteem. I heard in an interview that he was talking about. He said I used to sleep with big girls because you know if they sleep with a rock star, it boosts their self esteem. They're like, yeah, I got Brett Michaels, and you know they these were like hefty women. Hefty, yeah, well, hefty, what hefty, years hefty. were? Was that like what the mid '90s when he his shine had gone down a little bit? Know. But he, they, yeah, Brett Michaels is still pulling tail though. That's it. Th- oh, he's yeah, married but, now. But, but he I had mean, he, was, he had a definite few years where he was on the decline. Yeah, maybe the music, but he's a good looking dude, boy. I mean, stayed in shape because he got the diabetes. But uh, you know, yeah. I mean, maybe he, he thought. All like, right, maybe so. Girls try harder. Maybe mm-hmm. so. Maybe he's into that. Maybe he needs to do an Instagram post where he tells everybody that he loves big girls. 
Yeah, I I don't know. Usher would get uh, uh, crowd shamed. He'd get all the haters on him for saying, "I love big girls." He's like, "Look, why should I in why should I keep my herpes just to the good looking women? I want everybody to benefit from Usher's herpers." He could easily just shut herpers. this down by posting like a blood work test. Shut it down. You don't have to pay anybody out. Lawsuits would end. Post your blood test. Bam. Yeah, but yeah, but, but if he has herpes, then he still has to pay out. Right. Okay, then. So, you don't want you don't want to give them evidence. I mean, he because he can just deny. I don't know if you can be compelled legally to give a blood test. I don't know if down the road that's what this is going to be. I think you could be compelled legally. Like if you if it's like a uh, in a civil suit, I think you could be compelled to do. But it. I would think to your point about. Uh, trying to make some slump busters night okay i would think that down the road any of these girls could come forward and you wouldn't want all your fans going whoa i mean you want your you want your image to be like you know i got you babe whatever it is like you know you get yeah. hot girls in every no direction. not always you know? really yeah, i mean because you people realize they're just a notch on someone's belt like it's you're no big deal even with the hot models the hot models are just like yeah i'm hot and why i sleep with celebrities you, all the but time why wouldn't you make all of your notches hot because you're never don't try gonna, as hard. but you're never gonna run out of hot girls would you rather have an ugly ish girl who tried harder or a hot girl who's not doing much i'll take, I take, uh, the, I take the latter i'd be like i'll drive don't worry i would take a regular i don't, girl. I don't need you to i, I don't need you to Make me juice. And he probably didn't sit with her. <laughs> I'll do everything. It was just mouth stuff. And he, it was her birthday. It was a special occasion. <laughs> I don't know. You could be right. You could be 100% right. I'm pretty I sure just, I'm right. Because why are you pretty sure you're right? Because it's the culture of... of what culture? Culture of a famous singer? You didn't see R. Kelly rolling out any big girls, did you? None that came forward, no. But I'm sure he has well, had but some. But once there's blood in the water, everybody's going to come forward. Ludacris talked about the song. and There was like a verse in his uh, one of his songs. And he was talking about, people are too picky, damn it. And he was just like, too fat, too skinny, too this, too that. He was like, you just better hit it before like something like that. And I'm like, yeah, they're, they're banging all types of girls there. If, if you could get a fat girl... And a cute girl, like, and have them both do you together. Why would you care? Like, you can you can get hot girls. Nobody's doubting that. It's just a matter of convenience. Just like look at uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. But, but, what, I'm, had, but what I'm saying is, the hot girls are not inconvenient. If you're playing to twenty thousand people a night, that whole front row are just hot pieces of ass, yeah. all of whom are vying for your attention. You have a lot of options there. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna focus on the girl who's got the crown on her head. Okay, maybe it's he has her a birthday. Alan, my non-hot friend, and her friend both banged Brett Michaels and Ricky Rocket. He was the Poison drummer, <laughs> but that was before the first album came out. Well, yeah, because at that point they were the Best bar band in Altoona, yeah, PA, that's, but you that's, know that's irrelevant. I, think, I mean, you got a story, but Alan, maybe he only slept with fat girls because nobody would believe him. So if they came forward, yeah, they said nobody would believe it. You can't count on that though, because then you'll have the pound cake theory, which could be correct. I'm hmm. just saying. I, I think if you're at that caliber of fame, you don't care. It's just a hole at this point. Like you don't care. I would think you would care. I would think you would real. care. I think you would care, I'm for just, sure. I'm just saying, if I have the option, I know some people believe that, you know, hey, if you have steak every night, you get tired of steak. Once in a while, you have a hamburger. Okay, but I'm just saying, if you're at the top of your game, 
when you get off stage, you don't want to do a lot of work. I get that. But again, there's still going to be someone willing. Yeah, there will be hot girls that do a lot of work. But is this what she looked like when this happened? Maybe she's put on weight since. Maybe. Mm. That's always hot. Well, how old is she now? She said she was 19. It's like two years ago. She's 21 now. Oh, yeah. Then she said, okay. What is the ego thing? Unless it was like extreme unmakeover. I don't know what happened. (laughs) I'm telling you, he probably felt good about it. He's like, it's it's this girl's birthday. I'm going to make her day. I'm gonna she said yeah. birthday. Yeah. I make okay. it. it was her birthday. It was her birthday. He birthday. asked her if she could go. Yeah, it, he was going to make her day. He was like, I'm going to give you a birthday you're never going to forget or get rid of. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. That's a lifetime. Yep, you will never forget this. So honestly, I think it was an ego thing. He was like, yeah, I can sleep with any of these hot girls and, you know, they have no problem getting guys. But if I sleep with this big girl, she probably doesn't have this many options. I'll give her something to remember for the rest of her life and she'll always remember Usher. Here's what you have to do, though. You got to put him to the test. You get a girl like that, you go... I'm going to make her night, but you tell her you have herpes. Hot girl's going to run away. This girl's got a decision to make. She'll be like, well, <laughs> well, do I continue down my path of uh, celibacy? Okay. Or do I catch the herp from Usher? Can I toss this to the crew then? You got <laughs> you got a, you, uh. Real Sophie's choice there. Well, you certainly, uh, you certainly got to figure a couple of things yeah. out. Yeah. So can I toss this to the team then? Hottest person you ever met in your entire life, they want to bang you. You can wear protection, but they reveal to you that they have herpes. Would you do it? You wear protection? Oh, I had a girl tell me you she had protection. I had a girl tell me right before we were gonna rock that she had HPV. I didn't know what that was. So I got up, put on my clothes, <laughs> and split. I guess she figured that we were right so close to, to whatever yeah. that I would just be like, fine. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know what it was. I go, nope. So you're I'm no. out of here. No, that's when you should have bagged it up and stuck around. Except like, yeah, except like everyone has that now. So, well, but everybody has herpes too. Everybody has herpes too. Yeah. Okay. So do you do it? I don't think I have herpes. Well, statistically, like 90% of people walk, maybe that's too high. Simplex a lot of people walking around have a herpes. A herp? A singular herp? Isn't that what Dr. Bergwin says? That everybody's walking around with some form of a herp? Yeah, simplex one is just like a, a, you might a cold. Never, like cold sore. Like yes. never, you mm-hmm. might never flare up, but you got something. Yeah. And simplex two is the genital herpes or like, a, you know, the... See, Pound Cake has to know these things. I got tested for well, it. I forced him to get tested for know. it. Yeah. It I got the, tested the week after you did, just to be sure. And I've been relief. married. <laughs> All right. Can never be too safe. Mm-hmm. It's the Alan Cox Show. The whole thing is f***ing pointless. On 100.7 WMMS. Rockies in town as of tomorrow. Get a night game and a day game and a night game, I think. Maybe it might be just a two-game series with the Rockies, but either way, tomorrow night, 7-10 is going to be that first pitch. So we'll get out of here a bit early tomorrow. 6-37 or thereabout is when your uh, Indians warm-up pregame will start. Thursday, comedian John Heffron will join us in here. He's at Hilarities this weekend. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. 
Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. One of your, was he the season one winner of Last Comic Standing? Season two. Season two. Pride of Detroit, Michigan. I haven't seen him in a long time. I think we have a mutual friend. So uh, we'll catch up with him on Thursday. Um, hmm. We're doing sperm news. Uh, we, we were talking so much about Usher, I didn't get to the next Fox News dude who might <laughs> lose his gig because apparently he was sending D-pics. Oh, no. Some guy named Eric Bowling, who I recognize the, the the face. I don't know that I knew his name, but uh, he does a lot of stuff over there. I think he hosted, uh, well, he's been there a long time, and, you know, as they peel away, mm. the primarily female staffers from the network, uh, the guys are pretty much left to their own devices, I guess. So they've suspended this Eric Bowling guy after a handful of female colleagues said that he sent them unsolicited D pics. Unsolicited? Come on. Well, you figure for a while, the culture, uh, you know, the dudes that were over there, the phony alpha male types, and they were surrounded by hot chicks. Yeah. Those are the hiring practices. So for a well, while... It wasn't even just uh, on air. Like, everyone, like, they targeted hot chicks for every facet of that company. Yeah, they wanted the guys that were working there to be surrounded by like fresh meat. Candy, yeah, yeah. Um, he was the co-host of the Fox News specialists, and he was the host of Cashin' In, which airs <laughs> Saturday mornings. This is a. Uh, I'm always curious at where these guys come from before their broadcasting careers start. Uh, not, most of these people are not broadcasters by profession. I think he was a hedge fund guy or something, hmm. and. Um, Two women who worked at Fox Business Channel and one woman who works at Fox News uh, have separately accused him of sending unsolicited pictures of his dong. And it kind of follows a similar pattern. My favorite part of these stories is always the approach these guys take. You remember 15 years ago, all the gross Bill O'Reilly stories? Where he's right. talking to the girl, I'd be like, hey, the shower. These guys that have, like, zero game. And this bowling guy kind of sounds like the same deal. These meatheads whose idea of foreplay is, like, showing the girl all of his sports memorabilia. You know, hey, look at all. Because this guy back in the day, I guess, was an athlete. Like, he got drafted by the Pirates or something. And then got hurt. And got into finance or whatever. But there are these stories he, like, told this one girl, like, this is my favorite room to F in or whatever. Hmm. He's a married guy, you know. Um, so, yeah, it was like kind of a candy so land for these dudes. That? No, not to. He's telling, Bill, a woman who is not his wife. Allegedly. What? Allegedly. People do that? Allegedly, in this guy's Dirt case. bags. But I do like the notion of a guy walking in going, look at all these sports jerseys. Oh, Girl, like, great. What do you think of this uh, T-ball trophy <laughs> I got over here? Awesome. This is back in the day when you had to earn your T-ball trophy. You couldn't yeah. just get it for participating. Yeah, mine would be participation, most definitely. So at this point, you got to feel good if you're a Fox News anchor who never had one of these girls look at them. If you're like Neil Cavuto or Stuart Varney or one of these people who none of these chicks ever gave them a second glance, you know, you got to be feeling pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, the best he probably felt. You're like, look at us. 
we had the forethought to not send anyone an unsolicited D pick. Who thought that would have been? They such had the forethought to not send their foreskin yeah. over. Oh, and some of these guys, I imagine, have quite a bit of that. Oh, yeah. why would you assume that? I just never understand, like in any position of any kind, whether you're a famous person and not famous person. I don't understand the unsolicited D pick. I think fame What's can really the get, outcome. I think fame can really get in your head. I think some of these guys, they were like... They're that confident? They just think something will come from that? Well, no, but these guys always say, these women were mad that they didn't get a job. That's why they were there. Turns into a he said, she said. The only trouble is these guys, when one woman says something, they get about a dozen more who corroborate the story. Right. Um, so, you know, yeah, the unsolicited dick pic. Again, no woman wants that. <laughs> No, no, no woman on the history of the planet wants to receive a D-pick unsolicited. Right. Very rarely do we even request one. And if we do, consider yourself lucky. But we'll never be in a position where we go, new text message, what a D from a person I didn't ask for. <laughs> that, I'm, uh, that I only know on a professional level. Yeah. Right. How amazing. No girl is, that's never going to translate into you getting laid. That will not happen. Well, we're talking about women right I now. Know. We're talking I about. I I really hope that this goes to like trial, and they have to like go, th- and because is he is he denying that he sent it? He is. He's because oh, these well these, it up in court. these things always come up years later, and he's saying he's never done anything like that. The trouble is for these guys <laughs> that are on the tail end of this comet. Fox kind of they blew all the cash they were willing to blow on O'Reilly. In fighting these legal claims. Oh, yeah, you're so on these, your own. You are on your own. So these guys mm-hmm. in the end here, you know, they're like, well. Good luck. It's going to be great in, like, the deposition if they pull up the photo. They're like, okay, so you're under oath. Is this your D? <laughs> it's gonna, everyone in the room's going to see it. He said he never like, did. I, I no, think, he didn't even say he never, he didn't do it. He said he doesn't recall doing it. Oh, is that what he said? Yeah. Oh, I thought he denied it. Loophole. I think he said he doesn't recall That's definitely doing a, an admission of guilt, yeah. for sure. Oh, I do not recall. Unless... If, if you didn't do it, you'd be like, there's no chance. I never would do that. Only way I can see you getting out of this. In the, uh, if pictures are introduced into evidence, is if you are not circumcised. And you can, uh, your defense can be that I sent a bunch of people photos of my new Sharpay the week, the week that I got it. I am an animal lover. I have rescued many naked mole rats, and that was merely one of them. I defy you to find as much of a birthmark on my beloved baby Sharpay, Jaja, from 2007. If you can somehow find a way to make that play. All I sent her was a picture of my nude-colored turtleneck. That I used to wear in the 1970s for broadcast. <laughs> a really, really close-up version. <laughs> see how you can see the little brown wool threads popping up towards the bottom of the turtleneck? I'm a barf. I really, I really <laughs> needed to take a lint roller to that. Hey, some people are really specific. I, I really got to give it to kudos. Who is who is the uh, gay correspondent? Not, he's not. Shepard Smith. Shepard Smith. He hasn't had any scandals come out. There's no grinder no, of No, he's had the same boyfriend for like 25 years. I'm just saying, kudos yeah. to my people. I love my, you know. Because gay guys in that situation are not doing anything because they're trying to keep it under the radar. Like, Shep Smith just came out. Yeah, he had to come out. A year ago. I don't know why he had to come out now. I mean, it's like Anderson Cooper 
uh, came out like not too long ago. But well, I imagine if you're over at Fox News, you don't feel like a warm embrace if you're a yeah. homosexual, right? So I mean, I fully understand that. Again, I think it was probably one of the worst kept secrets out there. But still, Shep Smith seems to be the only guy over there whose head isn't ready to explode. So I don't know. So this last guy is the. But I just love the stories that these women tell. Not even attendant to the actual D pics, just those anecdotes as they're being deposed or whatever. Yeah, he walked me into his office and said, "Look at all these jerseys I've collected." Yeah. Like they're gonna go great. Good job, man. <laughs> so you might know I'm a hot chick, so this isn't my first rodeo with like a good. You know, I was a wag for many years, so that's really not gonna. You know, a guy who was almost in the majors is really not going to impress me. He could also say it was an accident. Like, he didn't mean to send it. He just wanted to... No guy has ever accidentally sent a D-pick. But I'm saying he could... How would you take, How would you accidentally do that? He could purposely take the photo and then like maybe he like texts her to go to lunch earlier that week and it just automatically because sometimes I get scared because I texted her to go to lunch and I said here's what's on the menu. <laughs> menu yes. <laughs> so, oh, I'm sorry. That was supposed to go to my mom. Uh, my picture of my Sharpay, <laughs> not to the woman working the uh, assignment desk. You like cheese for lunch? But anyways, huh? th- nothing. Never mind. No. But there, there's Pound, a, Pound Cake does have it. I, I will give him credit. He has an amazing ability to take a disgusting situation and ramp it up to where it's even grosser. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't even get a response from that one. Mm. Right, because we were too we were grossed were out to say anything. Dumbfounded. Okay. Out of context, <laughs> and we were dumbfounded. Do you want to hear the statement that his lawyer gave? The statement that his lawyer gave? Yeah, that uh, Bowling's lawyer gave. Mr. Bowling recalls no such inappropriate communications, does not believe he sent any such communications, and will vigorously pursue his legal remedies for any false and defamatory accusations that are made. And you have to so, say but that. that. But yeah, but he's saying... You can't even give an inch. Recall. I don't recall that neither. I don't no, know. I don't, I don't know. But see, that could get him into trouble too, because now he's saying that she's defending does him. Does not believe he has sent any. That, that's yeah, too that's long. Yeah, that's the one. You, know, you know if you sent some. You know. Well, maybe he was drunk. Ooh, maybe he's got multiple that's personalities. That's not an excuse. Not an excuse, but you could. It's plausible deniability. You yeah, but could, you can't. That being drunk doesn't hold up in court. Well, but if your defense is, but I don't remember. That's right. Yeah. It's not going to get you out of paying somebody, probably. But then he can do the apology. I have to go to rehab. Thing <laughs> like that. So yes. I have to go to rehab for sending my penis to a coworker. Yeah, but none of those those What's Fox the rehab guys, for that. The Fox News guys don't do that. And they don't see. They to, don't no. go. I'm going to we rehab. Never admit guilt. They, well, but they know that's a farce. Mm-hmm. I'll give them credit for that. All those guys know that that sex rehab is is fake. No, I'm not even saying farce. sex rehab. I mean, he could say that he is an alcoholic and he has to go to rehab. For oh, that. I see. Yeah, yeah. I've had a problem for many years with substance abuse. Yeah. I just don't understand why anyone in this day and age sends any nude photos to anyone else that you know or you don't know. I think <laughs> even if you just send it to someone you know, someone can hack your phone and steal all your pictures. Did you see that girl's Tinder profile? She said, don't ask for nudes. Uh, Jack drew Rose on the boat and then 100 years or 80 years what? later, the, that, that was her reason for not sending nude photos is because... They were on the Titanic. He drew a naked picture of her, and then that stuff was on the TV 80 years later. (laughs) So you're never safe. It never, ever goes away. Yep. Never safe. They also determined what uh, happened in that Ohio State Fair ride. 
which mm-hmm. I thought was a very strange explanation. Um, catastrophic failure of that ride at the Ohio State Fair uh, where that kid died. Fireball ride. Oh, was that catastrophic failure, not uh, regular old failure? Regular old garden <laughs> variety failure. I assume the catastrophe comes from a person actually dying from it. But they said that it had, um, was caused by excessive corrosion over 18 years on the interior of the support beam. Wouldn't you notice almost two decades worth of corrosion on even the most minimal investigation of these things? Yeah. They said they were inspected a few days before. If there was 18 years of corrosion, you'd think you'd go, oh, hey, look at that. That metal is almost completely gone. But it was on the inside, so maybe it was painted over so you couldn't see it. Yeah. I think there's going to be more to this investigation. Someone's going to get into a lot of trouble. But they also said that weren't the people inspecting it, like, food and, like, like they weren't, like, They weren't with, qualified. like, the EPA. Yeah. What is it? Didn't he say it was like the ED, EPA or... E, uh, I FDA. 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 Somebody called drug, and said yeah. it was, like, it was... Or like the agriculture or something like that? Or something like that. Yeah. I assume that I assume that most of those rides are corroded. That's why I don't ride any yeah. state fair ride. If it could be folded up into a box, I'm not riding it. Into and, a box. And think about it, like they it Oh, so no contortionist for you. No. I just think about like they set those things up, rain or shine. Metal's not impervious to you know. Rust yeah. and corrosion and damage. Especially in this part of the country. Yeah. I just assume that they just pack those things up and just make a couple of patches on things that they need to. There was another, uh, the Ventura County Fair out in uh, near San Francisco. A kid ended up hanging upside down on a bungee ride for like 20 minutes or something. Oh. Yeah, I ri- it was like 45 minutes. Was it? Three oh, people God. were held upside down. Oh, Jesus. That that would be my worst nightmare to be held upside down on one of those rides for my, any significant amount of time. I'd be dying. Okay, down. yeah, but if I didn't die, that would be the worst situation. When you're above midair, not knowing if the cables are going to snap, said the guy. Oh my god! Not knowing if you're going to make it out on time before you pass out, before blard, blood starts coming out of your holes. Blard. <laughs> That's how I felt. She had blood coming out of her wherever she was upside down on the bungee ride. Yeah. Blood coming out of your holes. Well, you pr- your eyes, your, your nose would probably start bleeding at some point, right? Well, like your, your, your blood head, to your head. Oh, my God, yeah. Mm-hmm. 45 minutes. Wouldn't you try? You'd probably try to contort your neck yeah, the best like you can. Yeah, like hold your ankles or something or try to, oh, Christ. I don't know. No. I'll stay on terra firma. I'll chomp on an elephant ear. And I'll watch everybody else potentially fling themselves into the air. I did that with the magnet thing. Like it shoots you up into the air and then you like spring back and forth no thank you I actually the one that people always like faint on all the time yeah because they were scared but like i it was the exact opposite for me i kind of wanted it to snap because that that was at the time i literally came out like the day before and i was feeling really low so i was like if this thing just snaps right now i'll be okay yeah my mom mom did not want me to go on that ride (laughs) it was a low point in my life that took a dark turn it did it was a low point in my life it was a low point in my life it was low and then it was high and it was low and it got real low that's the ride uh-huh oh boy poor little pound cake he didn't know what to do he's just on the ride crying but like like a slow like sad cry not like the like scared like i want off i want off just aw 
Yeah. Just one tear. This is a low point in my life. Now this is a high point. Now this is a low point. Now this is a high point. Now this is a low point. Jane, get me off this crazy thing. Hey, Lexi. Yeah. What's going on? Um, I have been accidentally sent a D-pick. It's possible. <laughs> you have been accidentally sent a D-pick? No, I think yes. she sent one. I you, thought she said you sent one. You sent or have been sent? I have been accidentally sent one. Oh, well, okay. by a family member? No. Because if it's someone that you're unrelated to, I would never believe they sent it accidentally. It was an accident. I believed him. This is why. It was my freshman year of college. I met this guy, and he texted me, and I wasn't responding to any texts, and I looked at my phone and had, like, ten unread texts from him, and he was like, oh, my God, didn't mean to send it to you. Meant to send it to someone else. All this stuff. And I was like... Oh, no way. Oh, no Lexi, way. you're adorable. No you way. are adorable. <laughs> <laughs> uh -huh. Wait, no, he was... Re he when was you like, agreed to forget it. Uh -huh. No, he had he instant was, regret. He was testing the waters uh -huh. when he was doing... Was and those angry. waters were cold. I didn't respond, though, because I wasn't on my... Right, phone. when he didn't get an immediate response to you of a favorable... favorable uh, How? Uh, like, comments? Yeah. yeah, what was the, the time elapsed between... The initial D-pick and, and the, the apology. apology. It was like a, it was like an hour of text because I didn't have my phone because I was at like an event. Yeah, no way. He sent that to you, and when you didn't immediately respond, he went, "Oh, I didn't mean to send that to you. I'm really sorry. Oh my gosh." Yeah. yeah. Who did he say that he meant to send it to? This other woman I'm talking to. I don't know. I just met him. So. Even more of a red flag. Yeah. I just met him. How did he get your number? Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I give my number out, really, just to anybody who kind of asks. Was it nice? <laughs> no, he she didn't. Nice, and he was like, can we agree to forget it? And kept inviting me to parties and stuff. Yeah, see, yeah. we agree to forget yeah. it, right. <laughs> It's like when there was no accident. It's like when there's a big outburst in court. Say the jury is instructed to forget that last outburst. <laughs> to be stricken from the record. That's right. And now I must leave you as the Brady Bunch is on, and I find four of those children incredibly arousing. <laughs> Get out of here. Be careful of what you say. Be careful in every way. Be careful of what you do. Big brother is watching you. Be circumspect and discreet. Stay light on your mental feet. One slip and you know you're through. Big brother is watching you. Confirm with all directives. Remember obedience pays. And when you watch that TV screen, remember it works both ways. You'll disappear in a wink Unless you can double think You'll vanish into the blue Big Brother is watching you The Alan Cox Show on 100.7 WMMS And everywhere you go on our free iHeartRadio app Judy was boring Hello Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com It's my little escape now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.